This is row one, seat one. Well, this is nice. When did we start doing this? Nobody told me about this. I thought everything stuck now. Do you have a card? Don't you shake my bones and you rattle my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, okay? Jada, I love him. Can't wait to see him, all right? <laughs> Luck is for dudes. I'm like, Joey can't get to his damn computer and phone fast enough to just smash everything he can possibly say. <laughs> that means every fucking thing to me. I, I'm like just island boy. Broncos country. Let's ride. Oh. <laughs> oh. I wasn't ready for the last one. Oh. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It is another glorious Tuesday evening. Thank you all for joining us. Row one, seat one, Joey Fats Radio, live right here on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. It is, we've got just so much stuff to talk about tonight. Oh. With me, as always, Mr. Betancourt and 2022 Fantasy Football League champion, yeah. Plizzy. Where's your ring, you fuck? It's at home. <laughs> I gotta get he actually bought himself a ring. He, I gotta get it resized. For those 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 listening who don't know, he this man actually went out and bought himself a fantasy football yeah, twenty two championship Sean, ring. I got Sean one one year, but then I think friggin' Shadi's face won the last two, and I'm like, fuck him, I love him a ring. You know what? <laughs> I ain't got a fucking ring. Did you win too? Yeah, since, of course I did. Sean's won. I won last year. Oh, two years ago now. Oh, all right. Well, maybe I got. No, one I don't. Want, I don't that's oh, all right. Yeah, right. I, I want you to tell how the many story. How many times have you run? One. Just one. Oh. I want you to, uh, to to wear the ring to Fox was like you were gonna do and just slide in like five dollar bet. <laughs> <laughs> so he's be like, "Are you wearing a fantasy football league champion ring?" Be like, yeah. "No." I too like to live dangerously. Yeah, we think I got the dough from. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. 774-992-8702. We'll be with you the next two hours. Here we got a lot to get into. We got we got NFL, obviously. Well, we're gonna be. It's gonna be basically wall to wall NFL. We do have some NBA talk to get into. Uh, Boo! Sorry. The Lakers are making moves before the trade deadline. Oh, yeah. Bro, They're, who the fuck is that guy? I have know. no idea. Who that is. We don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I did not know who that man was until yesterday. <laughs> I saw this name. And I, was I think like, I might have heard his name once or twice in my lifetime, but I had no clue who he was or who he existed. But I will say this. Everybody I talk to that is like a basketball aficionado. Oh, bullshit. Loves the trade. Bullshit. I saw people online like, yo, this kid's underrated. You should have seen what he was doing in the underground. I'm like, what? Was he and one tournaments? Like, what the fuck do you mean the underground? Listen, I don't know what he was doing, but all I know is, is that the Lakers are making moves, and if they get Bogdanovich and we get AD back healthy, listen, man, we just we, we, we just beat the Grizz the other night. Like, you know, like, we without AD. Okay, but we got LeBron. LeBron's averaging what, like twenty nine, eight, and seven right now, what? at thirty eight years old. I mean, the man is on a fucking mission. Yeah, he's averaging. It's it's fairly ridiculous what LeBron is doing. So if we could just get a couple of pieces in place for the Lakers, he's ass. You know, we'll we'll be okay. It's not. We don't need. You know, we don't need Dollar Dame. That'll be the offseason. That'll be next year. But you know, we don't need him right now. I feel like, like he's never gonna leave. I, I, w- I hope he does. I can't wait until he becomes a, bro- a, a, a Laker. A Bronco. A Bronco. Bronco, Laker, whatever. It's all one of the same now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens with, with that. But the Lakers are making moves. We got Joey Burr doing what he does, winning playoff games, apparently, uh, is his new thing. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Bills and the Bengals. We'll get into the uh, Cowboys Niners. Uh, a lot of hate for Dak that I think is is fairly unwarranted. We'll get into the A-Rod rumors that are now starting to swirl viciously. 
um, because the Packers owe A-Rod $60 million next year, and I don't think they're too keen on paying him that. Nah, probably not. So uh, <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into the coaching carousel. We'll get into... Bill O'Brien is back. Bill O'Brien is back in New England. Oh, you can tell everybody. <laughs> Trade rumors uh, for your for your Patriots, Sean. Already starting to... Uh, oh, yeah. That I couldn't even like believe. I oh, was like... I know who it was now. I it's remember. Jeremy Fowler from ESPN. Yeah, no, I know but the, who the trade was for. Yeah, we can talk about we'll it later. About it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. Durant, Durant would lose his fucking there was, mind. There's a, there's a rumor, <laughs> a, according to Jeremy, Jeremy Fowler from ESPN, the Patriots could be potentially in the market for Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro in a package deal. Oh Who boy. they would send there, I don't know. Um, but Do they have picks? They got picks. Yeah, we have picks. And, I mean, listen, I'm on team fuck them picks, okay? Right. So, you know, that's um, why, like, I'm all, I'm, I'm all for it. If the Broncos go get Sean Payton and they got to give up a first-round pick to get him, Basically, I look at that as we traded away. We traded Bradley Chubb for Sean Payton. I'd make that trade all day, any day. Right. That's a no-brainer. But I'm also kind of starting to look more towards D'Amico Ryan's and starting to say, you know, I think I'd rather have D'Amico Ryan's at this point. But yeah. great, great defensive coordinator. Does that doesn't always transition to a head coach though? It's, it's all about the staff time. that he's going to build it's around. The first time, all about the too. staff. Think about it. You could go out. D'Amico Ryans comes in, he brings in, say, fucking, I don't know, Cliff Kingsbury. All former players. Cliff Kingsbury's like, I am an expert at managing midget quarterbacks. (laughs) And if this one is going to actually watch film instead of play video games, he's like, there's no Call of Duty drop in this this season? All right, we're good. I can manage this midget quarterback. And he would do it. And so, you know, I'm just throwing, you know, spitballing. I have no idea who D'Amico Ryans would actually piece together as his staff, but... You would have to assume it would be a fairly good one coming off. And plus, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna just gonna say it. The Shanahan tree is a long proven track record of success. So anybody coming out from Mike Shanahan into Kyle Shan now under Kyle Shanahan, I, I'm willing to jump on that gravy train and and see if it works. But and 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 then how we get a great head coach and we get to keep the first round pick? I mean, come on, baby, come on. And plus. We were the most injured team in the league this year. We get all these guys back. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Like, we're going to the Super Bowl. I already called it last week. <laughs> so we'll just say it. We'll just say it. But anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, so we'll get into that. Uh, we'll do a little championship weekend preview. Uh, the Jags gave the Chiefs all they could handle it was a damn good in more game. ways than one. That was the best game of the weekend. The, was, only, game that, were... the only game that really sucked this weekend where actually, I think both both New York teams just yeah, didn't the show up. Yeah, Giants game sucked. Yeah, uh, I mean the Giants. That was like a pumpkin. They were overmatched. Of course, they were overmatched, and and we all they were kinda... just happy to be there. We we watched it here. How many of those Giants players are like this on the sideline? Like they quit. Oh, you could see. Like, we gotta go yeah, back out like, there. Fuck God it. damn it! I just <laughs> wish that I wish that had been the the four o'clock game and the Jags Chiefs had been the eight o'clock game because the, the like when you have such a great game at four on a Saturday afternoon for a divisional round weekend. Yeah. And then the 8 o'clock game just fails to live up to the 4 o'clock game. You're like, eh. Well, that was- and, then the, and then the Bengals-Bills game, not good. Not uh, great. Buffalo was, was just flat. Dumb. Not even flat. That team looked like flat. They got, flat. they got legit bullied the whole game. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati literally could do whatever the hell they wanted. If and- they wanted to run with Joe Mixon, they'd run with Joe Mixon. If they wanted to throw it, they'd throw it. Like- and... Just want to say, I, I told everyone this was coming. 
You can tell everybody. Oh, you can tell everybody. <laughs> that was me after the game. I'm the mayor, and I'm just walking back to my room. That's <laughs> why so you hate Josh Allen. No, I just I think that Buffalo team was just like fucking. I, I think they were a little flaw. I think they were a little more flawed this year than people realize, especially when Vaughn Miller went down. They're gonna lose half their defense. But they yeah. they couldn't they didn't they couldn't really stop the run and they couldn't really run the ball this year. No, which was At a big all. difference, yep. you know, from from last year and the year in years prior. So. I think they've got a little bit of retooling to do this offseason, you know, in terms of, of personnel. But you got McDermott, you've got Josh Allen, you've got Diggs, you've got Gabe Davis, like you've got good players on that team. Right. I don't like the Bills are going nowhere. Don't don't worry about it. So we'll start there. We'll start with Kansas City, Buffalo. Um Kansas City, um Bengals. I, I'm sorry, Bengals, Bengals, Bills. Which, oh, okay. They meant the, the championship game. Okay, yeah. Nah, yeah. No, no, no. We'll start. We'll start with Bengals Bills. My fault. Absolutely, I was that's okay. Getting ahead of myself. Um, we'll start with the Bengals, the Bills. Look, the, first of all, let's. Can we just say that it is it is extremely good for the NFL that there is playoff football being played in Buffalo in January because the scene of that game with Beautiful. the snow coming down awesome. was one of the most aesthetically pleasing games I have seen in a very yeah. long time. Facts. It was just enough snow that you knew it was snowing, but it didn't hamper the game. Right. It, it wasn't, wasn't like, like turnover, it was, fumble. It wasn't like the Lions-Eagles in 2013. Yeah, no. You can't get a goddamn playoff. You know what I mean? Yeah, where you're, it's, it a, it's a sludge fest, and you're like, right. ah, this sucks. Nah, that's, yeah. It wasn't like that. It was very... Patriots Broncos 2015, which oh by the way today seven year anniversary of the final chapter of Manning versus Brady. Yeah, yeah I saw the um, picture come up. On one of the greatest games of all time, so instant the- AFC Championship game classic. You were there. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Saw Paul was there. I saw the picture come up. I have the night. confetti, the pom poms. Paul grabbed me a handful of confetti, yeah. and I have it in the pi- in the picture of Peyton hoisting the Lombardi. Yeah. Oh, you can tell that. Yeah, <laughs> you can never get. You know, my wife thing. wanted to throw that away. When we, Why? We were like, we were getting, the, we were getting the basement like two years ago, right before we got our pool table, and we were cleaning out the basement, and I had a box like was we had just moved. You know, we moved th- th- in three years prior to that, so it'd been like two years since we'd been here, and uh, yeah, two years we'd moved two years prior to that, and I had a box like all my stuff. I didn't have anywhere to put a lot of my man cave stuff that had been in my office uh, back right. in Fairhaven, and I had the pom poms. The, the the program from the game, the ticket stubs, yep. and the and the a bag of the confetti that Paul brought home from Mile High, yep. and my wife's going through the bar and she's like, oh well, what's in this box? She's like, fucking pom poms, we don't need these. Fucking what what is this shredded paper? And I'm like, whoa whoa whoa, what are you fucking doing? She's like, what? And I'm like, bitch, don't fucking throw that. She threw it in the trash bag like it was getting like tossed. I'm like, no 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 no, nothing in that nothing in that box is trash. Push that whole box to the side. And she's like, well, why? I don't, I don't know. I don't. And she like got all defensive. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, these are the pom-poms from the AFC Championship game and confetti from an AFC Championship game. The final chapter of Brady Manning. This is not get fucking thrown away. Joey Fast Radio, roll one, seat one. Good talk. Uh, oh, come on. I, I, I feel like it was either Fortnite Kid or the, uh, the, the Monkey Kids. No, I think the Fortnite Kid died. We could only be so fortunate. <laughs> uh, 774-992-8702. If you want to give us a call, um, just make sure you talk when we answer. I think some people think you're not going to pick up. It's kind of the point. Or that we have like a screener. You know what I mean? Like imagine if we had a screen. <laughs> we probably should. Eventually we will have a screener. Someday we'll need a screener. Right now we don't. I can do it all from the. Hey guys, it's the monkey kids. You want to let them do? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, for- just- it's Fortnite kid. You want to let them do? 
Right. It's Miguel. Right. It's Miguel via Indiana. He's like, yeah. hey, I got these guys. They keep going, and they're a bunch That's of monkeys. Like, funny. just send them through. Just send them through. <laughs> yeah, whatever. whatever um, but uh, no, she was like, we're going to throw it away. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? That's crazy. I'm like, that's craziness. Like, you know, I'm like, that's not just shredded paper. That's yes, that's confetti. By definition, it is trash. However, that is not trash. That is sacred trash. Right. That is sacred shredded paper. From the greatest AFC championship Imagine game ever played. Imagine if I got some of the confetti like off of Peyton Manning's forehead when he was accepting the trophy. <laughs> off his forehead? I'd be, I'd be, that's a lot of fucking confetti. You would need like, a whole like black five, like you know, ten like gallon, forty gallon trash bag. I'm like, yo, look what I got. I'm like, I got pictures with him and shit. No, I wouldn't storm the field. I get kicked off. I was lit that night though. I was like drunk as shit. I loved. I, I mean, loved. I would have been. Yeah. I love that. Um, speaking of uh, Peyton Manning, he brought his kid to the uh, the Giants Eagles game. Yeah, and, and his kid was a, like, and his kid was like, "I'm rooting for the Eagles because my yeah. uncle's uh, was a Giant, <laughs> and I refused to root for my uncle." Yeah, he refused to root for. Him. Why, did, jersey why did he have on? Why did he refuse to root Jaylen. for his uncle? Jalen Hurst Jalen Hurst's jersey, but just, why did he refuse to root for his uncle? Just doesn't he just, just, just him natural off. rivalry? Oh, okay. He's like, I just hate my uncle. He's like, my dad's better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not wrong. Uh, but uh, all right, so yeah, so the uh, Bills. Bill's Bengals game. There's a clip from that game. I want to, and we'll show it. it. Look, this game to me, right? Like this was, this was the this is the rematch of the Monday night game we didn't get a couple weeks ago. Which, by the way, just for if anybody's counting at home, if this game had played out on Monday night a few weeks ago, like it did this past weekend, Paul would have won the championship fair and square. Oh, you can tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't want to hear it Just anymore. I don't want to hear. Yeah, I don't want to hear anybody. I don't want to hear anybody bitching about uh, right. you know, about that game. Fucking fun. Uh, look, let's give the Bengals a shit ton of credit here. All right, the Bengals defense balled the fuck out. The Bengals offensive line. Just had their way Damn. with the Bills' yeah, defense. Joe Mixon was just running at will through the through the Bills' defense. The twenty-seven ten score. I don't even think that wasn't I, even indicative. It, it's not yeah, indicative of how much of Thank a. You a dominating performance that was by the Bengals and the whole Eli Apple like part of this oh, is just yeah. it's just it's amazing I love me. that he's just a huge ass I do too I'm I'm I didn't realize that Eli Apple was going to become one of my favorite players but like he's bruh, hated hated by people hated and he's an asshole. Like when he when he said uh, Cancun on three, and, and he, he put the, 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 and he put the emo- yeah, the emo- well, the emoji. it's like he got dicked down in the Super Bowl, but then he still sits there and goes, "Yeah, but I was in the Super Bowl and you weren't, bitch." You know what I mean? Like but he's not wrong. I know, but it's just funny. Like I can see like it's that. like the people that that's like the, when people try to hold it against Brady because he he lost three Super Bowls and Montana lost zero. It's like yeah, but he went to more. Oh, he, yeah, he lost right. he lost one less Super Bowl than Montana ever went to, and then still won seven. And then. And then like, on top of it, people are like, oh, Joe Burrow, next Tom Brady. I'm like, nah, man, you can't. You already lost Super Bowl. Can't be that. Technically, the logic the logic is just so flawed with people because they just count everything against everybody. Oh, yeah. Everything is, everything is everything always. Everything's a slight. Right, right. And it's, you know, Mahomes like, oh, he's going to five straight AFC championship games. I'm like, cool, he's got one ring to show for it. Yes, that's a – thank you. Like, right. neat. Cool. Like, okay, so they're cruising through a pretty weak AFC, which it has been. And the AFC West has been abysmal since Peyton Manning left. Right. And he's a slightly better version than, than Jim Kelly. He won once. Yeah, on accident. Jim Kelly got that four <laughs> times because Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't hit a wide open Emmanuel Sanders. Right. 
How mad is Jimmy? Jimmy Jimmy's eligible to come back this week. There is no, no chance they put that man on the field. I no, hope not. you know what I you know what I think is gonna happen? Brock Purdy's gonna get knocked out of the game, right? For don't, a couple plays. Don't do this. Jimmy's gonna come in. He's gonna throw a touchdown, and he's gonna win the game for the for the Niners. Oh, you can tell it. And then we're gonna go to the Super Bowl, and they're gonna go. No, Brock Purdy's our guy. And then Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna tell Brock Purdy on the final drive, "Fuck that, go out there and sling it." And he's gonna win. He's gonna drive him down. He's gonna. Like, dink and dunk his way to a field goal, and then they're going to win. Everybody's going to be like, you're the greatest of all time. You just did exactly what Tom Brady did. Oh, my God. And then we're going to have to live with that. Mr. Irrelevant. Dude, which I... would be nice because he'll, he's actually Mr. Irrelevant, and then we don't ever have to hear about 199 again. No, Like, exactly. right, we just right. never have to hear about it. 256. Listen, right? 256 I, I yeah. love that the 49ers hired Paul Heyman. They come out and do the intro and be and Brock Purdy. And I'm like, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> my client. It was great. I absolutely love that. That was a nice little touch. That's awesome. That was fucking awesome. Um, but back to the Bengals, Bills. The Bengals just absolutely bitch slapped the Bills. I mean, look, the Bills were riding. I feel like the Bills were riding an emotional high since that Monday night game. Like they were riding like a like a really emotional roller coaster. And the the problem with emotional roller coasters is, you know, you got your peaks and your valleys. And the Bills just found the wrong time to find a valley. They came out flat as shit. They were. They looked ill prepared. They looked overmatched, which they haven't all year. I mean, what they, they looked what bad they, against Miami, a third string quarterback. What did they lose? But they looked bad against Miami. But Miami again is a better team than what people give them credit for. Yes, Miami is Miami's a, a quarterback away. My right. If Aaron Rodgers goes to Miami, and we'll get into the Aaron Rodgers rumors in a minute. Mm-hmm. If Aaron Rodgers goes to Miami, it, it, I mean, are we kidding right now? You give Aaron Rodgers, Tyree Kill, and Jalen Waddle. He's so weird, though, about where he wants to go. But who cares? I mean, but whatever. Let's just say hypothetically, yeah, he yeah, wants yeah. to go to Miami. He's like, "I'm Mister Three Hundred Five, bitch. Like, what up?" And he's like, "Yo, hanging out with Pitbull." And Tom Brady's like, "I'm mad because I wanted to go to Miami." And he's like, <laughs> "Suck my dick." Like, Cheated. He's like, "Giselle still live here? Word, I'll hit her up." Like, yeah. um, you know, like I, I just think it, that that Miami team, that roster, you know, basically. 52 guys in that team are really, really freaking good. Mike McDaniel's a really good coach. Now, I know they they fell off at the end of the year and they slumped a little bit, but that's a better team than people are giving them credit for. They sure and are. it's a division rivalry, yep. so the Dolphins right, are extremely which, familiar with the Bills. That always plays. And then on top of that, too, when Skylar Thompson comes in, look, there's something to be said for, for getting a quarterback in the playoffs that you've never seen before. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you don't know what to expect. You don't know what he's good at, what he's bad at. How yeah, you to, got no film on. You don't his know ass. how to make him do the things that you want him to do. That he's going to throw it to your team and not not his own. Like so, there is a little bit to that, you know. And McDaniel again, Shanahan coaching tree, able to disguise and and hide his shortcomings. So I think that was a little bit overblown when people were talking about how oh, like the Bills were like ah oh, they struggled against Miami. Yeah, but there's a lot of reasons for that. That's that really wasn't. I don't think that played into why they got dominated by Cincy. I think just Cincy was just that much better. Big time. On Sunday, and they were ready, and they came to play. The, the, the Bengals came into Buffalo, and they knew. And if you would just look at this clip of Joe Burrow in, in pregame. I mean, if this man does not have ice, ice water running in his veins, uh, I don't know anybody else that does. I mean, this guy just... Ah, uh, God, I don't know. He just he he just does it for me. I mean, it's it's not a big deal. It's just in warm ups, but you watch me just launches a fucking dime, does the little hop spin twirl thing, and I wish you'd see the ball get caught, but it was just you're like, Holy shit, this guy is loose. This guy is here, he's loose, he's fast, he's ready to play, 
nothing bothers him. Like, this kid is not shying away from the moment. And I, I think that's some, there's something to be said for that. Like, to be, what, in your third year in the league? Right. Third season, yes. And been to a Super Bowl, and now you're in an AFC championship again after you lost the Super Bowl the year before, which, again, no we, hangover curse. You don't see that very often. Nope. No. I thought for sure. I said preseason that the Bengals were going to be my disappointment of the year. I still said they were going to be They proved my ass dead wrong. No, they I were average. Said to be, they were that doesn't happen often. The year. That they does were, not happen often. No, it doesn't. They, was, they were average to begin the year, and then they got hot, like down the mm-hmm. stretch. And so that's what you want to do after. Yep. Starting November after Thanksgiving, yeah. You all, get of sudden, hot. all of a sudden, Jamar Chase came back. And they they were, hot, I so. still said they were going to be nasty. That's I do remember that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no. I, I listen. I was. I took. I I took the. I'm uh, just trying to be a dictator. Going to be like. Ah, I went yeah, out on. I, I, went, right I went out once. on. A, I went out on a pretty thin limb, and I said, you know what? I don't. I didn't trust the Bengals to come back because well, they didn't do anything to get better in the offseason, Really, they didn't sign anybody. They actually lost players. And you know my rule of thumb: if you don't get, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. So when you're trying to stay the same, you're getting worse. Right. And I thought that was going to be a bigger impact, but I underestimated how much Joe Burrow was going to be able to shoulder the load this year and just continue bringing that team up to the level, up to his level. And he's done it week in, week out. Like Sean said, they started off a little bit slow. They got hot. But man, this is a team that's they're getting hot at the right time, and you know, like you said, it's like that. Give Zach Taylor credit. You know, this this is a well coached, well oiled machine right now, and I, I think the Bengals, the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs, they're going to be around for the next couple of years. This is going to be your big three in the AFC. What do all three have in common? Young, good quarterback. Good young quarterbacks. That's yep. it. Good coaches. Yep. Steady ownership. Jags will probably be not too far behind, maybe. Jags, I, I think I think you'll see the Jags and the Broncos enter their name into the mix. I think the one team that you'll see. I'm just see, saying about like the young, one team, the young one, quarterbacks. Oh, like, young, yeah, right. Like, like young well, quarterbacks. Russ is a vet. Like, well, yeah. I really respected what Trevor Lawrence did. I'm not sure if you guys saw it online. Um, lost the game. When it, made sure he was the first guy going oh, up the tunnel. Into the tunnel. Eh, he was like third, I think, or well, second. He's behind I like, saw he's behind like, like ball boy people. Yeah. Ran all the way up there, turned around, and like and like dapped up everybody walking by like, hey, like, like don't worry, like we'll recover. Every single person, uh, staff people, ball boys, everybody was like, hey, you know, good year, good yeah, year, said, good like, year. Yeah, said like, what's up? I saw that. Yeah. We said it on this show earlier this year. We said uh, preseason. We, uh, I said it. I, I I had high hopes for the Jags this year. Yeah, Doug I still Peters, think they were Doug a, a year away. They uh, they are. Down, I didn't think they were going to be. I didn't think they were going to be Super Bowl material. I think they were. Gonna but I the said the, I I definitely. T- I I'm pretty sure I picked them to the playoffs. Well, or, they or definitely lose on the fringe. Gonna, they definitely took the right step in hiring Peterson. I mean, that was definitely. I'll have to go back. Did I do my picks? The mm-hmm. best step in the right yeah. direction, first and foremost, that they could have done, I think, to really like get that squad because they got a talented team on paper. For sure. And now they got a great coach to really rally and hone them in, and maybe you know, use them for what they're best at and make some playoff runs. I mean, it sucks for me because being a Colts fan, I'm like, fuck, now the Jags are going to be – I've seen T-Law fucking drop some serious dimes, dude. You know what I mean? If that kid's He's on, really good. he is really good. He's going to get groomed by by Peterson. I think this organization – I didn't this write the records down in this, though. That's pro- I'll have to go back he and was, look. He yeah. was – when he when we were talking about drafts in that show, I loved Trevor Lawrence. I, I know did everyone too. did. I did. I know he was the contestant number one, but I was like – I'm like, man, I'm like, he just has everything. He has speed. He has accuracy. He has power. He has, the like, Colts got him. the, I could the, only the ability. <laughs> well, they had they had their version in Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was just like, you get the shit kicked out of him, and he's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, because Ryan Grigson wanted to draft Philip Dorsett and other stupid motherfuckers instead of getting a line. I wasn't, but, I wasn't too far off. I had I, My final four, I had the Broncos and the Bills. Oops. <laughs> and I had the Saints and the Niners. I don't remember what I oh, All right, so Bills-Niners were up there. So Saints Niners, I didn't, 
I didn't think Philly was going to be this 50, good. 50, what I, did I, well, I think I picked Packers Chiefs for the Super Bowl. Did anybody have Philly really coming into this season this high? Uh, let me see. No, that was kind of like a uh, out of the box because I don't think uh, I had Philly. I had Philly winning the East. Yeah, but did you have them go all the way, all the way to the, like the championship? I game? didn't no. do the. I didn't do the whole oh, playoff bracket. Okay. I did the final four. What were they nine and zero before they lost? Yeah, no, they were ridiculous. Uh, eight and zero, I think it was, eight or nine and zero. Yeah, eight and zero. Uh, they, they went on a pretty fucking. Because they lost to Washington run. on right. Monday night. Because I was actually going to go to that game, um, with, with with some of our with our couple of our buddies, and uh, I, I didn't end up going, and I'm gl- I'm kind of glad I didn't. Before we get too far off topic, from, yeah, they were eight and zero, Paul. From, eight from the Bengals Bills uh, stuff. Does this close the proverbial window for the Buffalo Bills? The Buffalo no. the Buffalo Bills. No, 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 no. Listen to me. I think this was like their last great chance to go as, as as far as they could with the team they have. They're gonna lose like very good defensive pieces. They're gonna lose very good offensive pieces in the offseason. They're still gonna have sure. Gabriel Davis. They're still yeah. gonna have Stephon Diggs. They're still Boy gonna have but the, but the main, right? but the main core, Jermaine Edwards is gone. The yeah. main core guys are still gonna be there on offense. Yes, and and on defense, they're gonna be able to replace. They're gonna be able to replace a lot of these guys because like listen, I like Poyer, but I don't think Poyer's a world beater. You no, know what I'm he's saying? He's too old. I don't think he's anything like over the over he's the top. Cup. You know, I mean, you don't have literally to Antonio Brown, right? No, that was that was too. That was his wife, his wife cheated on him with like so many other players. It was, like, oh, crazy. All right. well, you don't know his wife? Yeah, yeah, Rachel jo- Bush. Rachel hey, Bush. Yeah, well, you know exactly what it was. You yeah, oh, yeah, follow her on Instagram. She got fat old ass. No, I know the fat stories everything. behind it. But and I thought, I thought it was. I just thought it was Antonio Brown. It's one of those asses you can sit your mug up, saddle up, and ride. Antonio Brown. Take this man's phone away from him, okay? Yeah, I don't need to be seeing your personal bro. life on everything, okay? I know. He's and then a he's disaster. like, I was, and then he tweets out, "I was hacked." No, it's not. <laughs> no, you weren't. That was you, dude. Like a hundred percent. And I didn't even get to why see did, it. Do, it like, why do people still think that that works? Not that I. I mean, it's twenty twenty three. First of all, like, no, what? No, you were not hacked. Like th- that. That excuse. The, like, listen. Just a pro tip, piece of advice to anybody who gets caught doing some dumb shit on social media or posting some dumb shit. Like if you get caught drunk don't, talking shit. Yeah, don't don't ever don't ever use the oh I, I was I was hacked thing. Um it, it really doesn't work. It, it's not uh it, it it's not believable. Nope. We don't believe you. Nope. We know you're Alliance hack of shit. Lying. Yep. And uh yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Just don't do that. Yeah. No, Antonio Brown's a mess, man. But, but no, I, I just know, like, Poya is probably gone. Like you said, he's old. If I'm the Patriots, it, I throw a ton of money at Tremaine Edwards. First of all, great linebacker. Mm-hmm. Young still. And take him from a division rival and bring him to you, and you know him so well. And Belichick loves doing that shit. Yep. That j- I'm throwing that. I just throwing it out. There. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, look, the offseason is going to be wild. I would love to as we know. Does Diggs stay? What does he got on his contract? No, no, no. Diggs just signed a huge contract extension. Yeah, yeah. he's still got. Mad I mean, time, listen, right? I am a hundred percent being a troll asshole in the last few days where I pretended to be a Buffalo Bills fan on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that. I'm just like, as a lifelong Bills fan, sorry, as a lifelong Bills fan, sh- like I'm like, I'm like, Sean McDermott has to go, and I'm like, I'm like, we got to trade Diggs. Look at how he was acting. Yeah. That whole thing, him yelling at Josh Allen. No one gives a shit about that. No, that's right. so that's, overblown. That's heat of the moment. It, you like, look, you're one of the best offenses in the league. You come into the divisional round of the playoffs at home in the snow in your element, and you put ten points on the board. Yeah, there's gonna be some guys that are mad. Yeah, they yeah. should be. And at, right, rightfully so. Yeah, yes. like a slightly better game than Justin uh, Justin Jefferson did. Like the last uh, what was it to be fair? 18? To be fair, he was like jo- uh, Josh Allen overthrew him all game that game, and you can see the Stephon Diggs. 
as he's walking back to the huddle, like, you fucking overthrew me again. And they caught him on camera cursing out Josh Allen, like, you're overthrowing me. Like, almost telling him, like, get out of your head. Like, you could see he was right. yelling at him, like, right. like, like, calm down, take your time, and throw the ball. Because obviously he can make those passes. Josh Allen has a rocket of an arm. And right. Josh Allen has, I mean, he threw the, one of the best throws I've ever seen to Diggs two weeks ago. Yeah, he's a, against unbelievable. Miami. Yeah, that that was... rainbow ball down the left sideline was one of the best throws I've ever fucking seen. Right. I mean, that was like, I, I, was, I was amazed. I was like, holy shit. Uh, but Dropped yeah, the, look, the, the Bills, I just think the Bills, I, I mean, for all their flaws and everything else, they needed Josh Allen to come out and have an MVP type game to win that, and he didn't. Like you said, he was overthrowing digs. He missed. They were missing guys. The Bills just weren't making the plays, and the Bengals were. The so Bills refused I think to run this the football, is, too. I think this is more of a of a credit to the Bills than it is an indictment on uh, – a credit to the Bengals than it is an indictment on the Bills. Yes. The Bills are going to be fine. The Bills are going to be back next year. I have no worries as long as McDermott and Josh Allen are there that the Bills are going to be relevant. Right. And they're going to have, a, they're gonna have a, a chance to go on a run. So for the Bills fans that are – Boo-hoo crying and, and, and upset. I mean, yeah, you should be upset. This is a, It feels like a wasted opportunity. Me. But there's going to be more. You know, but like we said last year, you know, when the Bills lost to Kansas City and the, and the Bengals lost to the Rams, and it was like, well, they got young quarterbacks, young coaches. You know, they're, they're going to be back. Don't worry. There's going to be more opportunities. Here, Case in point, here is an opportunity that was missed by the Bills. Right. You know, the Bills didn't close that game out with 13 seconds left against Kansas City last year. They could have had an ASC championship, you know, in their own building against the against the Bengals. They missed that opportunity. And you assume they're going to be back. And they were close, but they didn't get back to the ASC. They, you know, they got back to the same spot they did last year. Right. So they haven't got to a championship game yet. The Bengals are now back-to-back, you know, and looking to be back-to-back ASC championship, AFC champions. And the Bengals aren't afraid of going into mile uh, into into mile high into Arrowhead. Into Arrowhead, yeah. And, no. and when they they did it last year, they were down twenty one to three. Yeah, twenty like twenty four three or something like that at one What's point it? last year during that game. They were, it looked like that game was going to be a route a blowout. Right. And the Bengals just came marching right back and ended up taking it to overtime and winning it. Yep. And now they come back more seasoned, ready to go, and with a with a. Potentially banged up Mahomes. I don't really know what he's looking Mahomes like. Mahomes is banged. I up. haven't heard any reports on on anything about what this you know. So what the his big injury is the big news. Look, we'll 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 talk. We we we'll 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 shift gears here. We'll go to Kansas City, Jacksonville. Um, that game was the best game. One probably the best game of the weekend. Sands, uh, Dallas Niners was good, but I think nah. Kansas City Jacksonville was better. I like Casey. Um, I thought Kansas City Jacksonville was the best game of the weekend. If I had to pick between the yeah, four, same yeah. definitely. Uh. It was very good. It was very entertaining. Had a lot of good storylines. The Jags had a lot of missed opportunities in that game where they really could have, they really could have taken that game by the balls, and and just throttled Kansas City in a, in a couple of ways and just and really made them pay. Christian Kirk made that that clutch drop, if you will, yeah. uh, that really I feel like cost them. And look, Trevor Lawrence did not play great in the first half. Again, waited till the second half to kind of turn it on. You can't do that against teams like Kansas City. They just have too much firepower. And even though Mahomes was wounded, he was getting rid of the ball faster. Andy Reid changed the play calling, was making yep. sure that things were working better for Mahomes. And it did. And and for a team that really can't run the ball, I feel like Jacksonville missed out. Like, I feel like they just missed 
uh, on a big time opportunity with a with a one legged Mahomes sitting as a, it was basically a sitting right. duck in the pocket. Right. L- listen, I, I know we all like to shit on Mahomes for different reasons, but Mahomes is a player, and I like that they showed the sideline where Andy Reid's being like, "Oh, we're just going to play uh, Chad Henney. Like, don't worry about it. Like, if we need you, we'll put you back in the game." And w- w- what happened? You- Nothing, just I'm just. Oh, I think put the focus on me. I'm like, why are you doing that? He's sitting right here. He's right. He's my man. No. <laughs> Uh, the whole focus that they said we're gonna we're gonna put it to Henny and um, we're gonna have Henny do everything and if you know we need you we'll put you back in the game, and I really appreciated that Patrick Mahomes they showed him zoomed in being like I'm not fucking coming out like I like that like it was supposed to be between him and the coaches and the players standing around him he's like I'm not right. fucking coming out that's bullshit I'm not coming out which I actually I really like that and I think next week that's gonna really hurt him because he's not gonna have his ability to run around and Cincinnati's gonna know that Absolutely. so he's gonna he's gonna have to Philip Rivers the shit out of that game yeah where he's gonna have to stand there have like an immobile leg and like hop around and just launch the ball over yeah, the place he's got like a three foot radius on each side to move like at all at, at all times and to be able to I mean if there's anybody that I guess can play in a somewhat you know limited like handicap type situation is I guess Patrick Mahomes I mean. The dude pulls fucking. If anybody's gonna be able to figure it out, you're gonna think you're you're gonna assume it's gonna be Mahomes. But Mahomes or Philip Rivers reincarnated. But that being said, though, Mahomes when he was healthy and able to create and able to do all these crazy things with Tyreek Hill last year, lost to this Bengals team. Right. The Bengals figured it out in the second half. They they, I mean, they basically shut him out. I I believe or or held him to three points in the second half. I can't remember exactly how it went. Yeah. Um. But. If Mahomes is on one leg and Mahomes is not able to do the things that we've seen him able to do, break out of the pocket, run to the sidelines, flip little left-handed, you know, go all Brett Favre with it. Yep. I don't see, I don't see Kansas City beating the Bengals. I didn't see Kansas City beating the Bengals if Mahomes was healthy. I said before, before the, coming into last week, whoever won the bills Bengals game was going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I just feel like Kansas City is a more flawed team. They have, they're, they're more beatable. There's, there's a are. lot more ways to beat Kansas City than there is to beat the Bengals or the Bills, in this my was, opinion. This was supposed to be a more of a rebuilding Kansas City Chiefs team. Right. And they still managed to find Listen, themselves if, in an If the Colts can figure it out and beat them, then I think the Bengals can, you know? Well, I think I think with Mahomes, I'm going to be honest. I'm it's my, this might be like foreshadowing my pick, which I'm going to. I think that Mahomes injury is going to be too much. You need one wrong hit, one wrong, one wrong twist. You need something to go wrong, and that the Bengals defensive line is aggressive. I love that right. defensive They're line. They're playing the Bengals, out of their minds, and so, I think yeah. they know it too. They're like, if we can consistently create pressure with just the four of us, yep. no one's beating us. And I think no. they have that mentality, and, they, and, and they've been able to do that. And, and that's been that, the thing. I think the Bengals are going to go into Arrowhead. And I think they're going to win. And I think. I think the Bengals. I think this is about as a slam dunk of a game as I've as I as I've seen in AFC Championship game history in a long time. I just don't see the Bengals losing this one. They play so loose. They play so calm, so collected, so cool, and they're smart. They've got a smart head coach. They've got a smart quarterback. They've got smart players. T. Higgins and Jamar Hayes are no dummies. Joe Mixon, I feel like, is going to run the shit out of this football on Sunday, and I don't think Patrick Mahomes is really going to have that many opportunities to do it, to do uh, what Patrick Mahomes typically does, and then when he does have those opportunities, he's going to be physically limited. So hopefully we're going to see loose versus loose, 49ers versus Bengals. That's my. Pick. Those are two loosest teams. Like you have the 49ers out there, they're dancing, they come out to the field, they're doing yeah. like meme I shit. I want. Niners. I think Philly's. I think Philly is better 
on paper, I think Philly's better than than I San Francisco. That's kind of that's kind of an even matchup. Those teams are stacked. It's right. I'm gonna say if they are, it's not by much. You know, I mean, you'd be they split. barely use the Debo. Only, I, I think the only thing you could say really, and you're comparing the Niners to the to the Eagles. You know, defenses are both really good. I prefer the Niners' defense because I love that linebacking core. We'll talk about the Niners in a second. Yep. Um, I think Philly's defense is also really good, but I prefer the Niners. Offensively, I think, you know, who do you trust more, Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy? So far, I mean, conventional wisdom would lead you to believe Jalen Hurts is the answer. But then again, the eye test, Brock Purdy really hasn't done anything to make you say he ain't the dude. Right. So – it's kind of tough, right? Like it's kind of a little bit of like a like a mm, damn. Like these are more evenly matched on paper. I feel I feel like than I, I think than we really we really understand. But uh, that being said, Bengals Niner uh, Bengals Chiefs. I, I just I don't see the Chiefs being able to pull this one off. It's tough, man. That you need a lot of things to go right. I know there's a home field advantage, but this was a rebuilding Chiefs team. I, I, like, can we can we talk real quick too about the. The fucking the the fake outrage from the Bengals, which really like kind of pissed me off because I don't want a reason to root against the Bengals, right. but like that faux outrage about the deep. NFL, you know, selling tickets, tickets to a Bills Chiefs AFC Championship game in Atlanta at the neutral location. Like, does anybody understand how ticket sales work? You can't just wait until Sunday afternoon when the game is decided and be like, all right, guys, you've got tickets go on sale at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. you got six days to figure it out. Go. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. No, like, you, you've got to give them time. Those tickets get sold, and it's like, okay, we'll buy them. And if the money, if the game doesn't happen, you're refunded your money, it doesn't happen. No big right. deal. But, like, this fucking fake outrage, and people are like, oh, it was disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> They always pull that. You- remember, remember the old when Rodney Harrison played in the Patriots, and at the end of the game, he would go up to the sideline reporter, and the reporter like, "Hey, how did you?" No one believed in us, and the guy was like, "You were favored." No, we weren't. And it was like they cre- they create this like self like oh the, the Patriots outrage. the Patriots were the kings of that. Love, like, I missed that, that like mid two thousands Patriots were like no, nobody <laughs> nobody believed in us except us. Everybody was picking against us. It's like everyone picked you. It's like dude, you realize on the pregame show, literally like all twelve analysts picked you. To win, right? <laughs> They're like, fuck them. Some guy He's, on Facebook said that we weren't going to win. And, so. the, and the best part, the, I forgot what the reporter was. The reporter told Harrison. Everyone picked you in the pregame show, and he's like, "They didn't believe it." <laughs> I loved it. Harrison had to come back uh, immediately. Yeah. All right. They well. didn't believe it. They were lying. Yeah. They were just saying it because they had to say it. Bullshit. Because they, yeah, <laughs> they were full of shit. But like that, just that fake outrage is just like so. It, it just it's so it cringe. Still works for guys though. I know, it but works. it's just like, but leave that in your locker room. Like, don't bring like why are you bringing that out to the media? And then I guess what my. You just want everybody to be Jairi Alexander. No, 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 my biggest. Ayo! Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think we have that clip. Uh, Ayo! Like, uh, no, my thing is, is like the if it's the players, it's one thing. But when it's the fans and they're like, well, yeah, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. You know, they're disrespecting the Bengals because they're assuming oh, that right, this game is going to be played by the, you know, with the Bills and the Chiefs. It's like it's, it's the same thing that goes back to a couple of weeks ago. When Demar Hamlin went down, and people were mad that the game wasn't canceled instantaneously, and it's like right. it took 23 minutes for them to cancel the game, like to postpone the game. Like, what what more do you want? Like, there's more that goes into putting on an NFL game. Like, right. this isn't fucking Dartmouth High and Stang. Okay, like you don't just show up to the fucking window and be like, "Yeah, two tickets, please." And they're like, "Yeah, we don't sell tickets. You can just walk in." 
You're like, right. oh, cool. Like, doesn't work like that. There is a ton of logistics that go into. There are thousands of people that go into putting on a game, especially an AC Championship game. When right. you're talking about the media, you're talking about the people that are going to be there. Uh, you know, the the fans, the, the the teams, like all the accommodations that need to be made. There is a lot that goes into planning and putting on an NFL football game. Right. It's not your, you know, it's not a Pop Warner game. Where you're like, oh, well, rats, are we playing in Johnston, Rhode Island this weekend, or are we playing in Portsmouth? Like, what the fuck? Figure it out. Like, <laughs> I got to go this way, or I got to go this way? Fucking, do I go left or right when I get to the exit? I need to know. Ten days before I get there. Like, no. Like, it's not that simple. There's so much more that goes into it. And the way that people don't just, like, it just boggles my mind how many people don't even stop to think before they speak. When it comes to, like, dumb shit like that, you know, like, especially with, like, the whole DeMar Hamlin thing, which, by the way, I'm actually relieved the Bills lost. <laughs> because I did. if I had to fucking hear about DeMar Hamlin one more fucking day, like, I was going to fucking lose my mind. Yeah. It was, this has become, that whole situation, I, I feel like really exposed the general public and people, especially on social media, for the narcissist that they really are. There is more people that were like, this is all about me with right. that situation. Like, this man almost died. Or I love the people that are like, you know, it's uh, when we were sitting there and then we're watching, there's, there's Bills fans and Bengals fans, and they're holding candles, and there's like a wreath with a Hamlin jersey. And it's like, right. yo, y'all know the guy didn't die, and you always have the one person that's like, actually... He technically did die and was resuscitated. I know. With the, the I, I responded. Like I responded so many crazy. times to people like with the, with Demar Hamlin up in the booth doing the doing the whole thing, and I was like, today I learned this man is dead. <laughs> like this is a dead man. Yeah. Like oh okay, so that's what we're doing now. So oh so well technically he did die. Okay. All right. So and he was resuscitated. Right. Okay. He technically died. I'm like, get, get the fuck out of here. No, dead people go in the ground. Okay. You go to the cemetery. You get a headstone, or you get put in a fucking oven, and you get fucking cooked up like it's fucking Germany in 1943. All right. And you get put in, uh, in an urn. That's it. There it is. Done. Like boom. That's it. You're dead. You're gone. You cease to exist. Demar Hamlin does not cease to exist. He's not dead. Stop doing that. Right. Stop. It pisses me off to no fucking end because it's just the dumbest fucking shit I've know, ever the fucking seen. And, all the shit. and the media is just like milking this shit for all it's worth. And they're like, oh, there he is. There's DeMar Hamlin. Look at him. There he is coming in. And this is no disrespect to the kid. Like, whatever. The kid's a football player. Six round draft pick. Great. Okay, cool. Like, you're a football player. You made the NFL. Good for you. But they're like, oh, there's the there he is. He's coming in. He's in this like sealed up golf cart, and he walks in, he drives him, and then they pull up, and he hops out with his hood on and his mask on, and goes right into a room. Doesn't talk to anybody. Nobody gets a look at his face. Nothing. Oh no, he's going straight upstairs, and then he's up in the booth. And then I love all the conspiracy theories on online that they're like yeah. totally weekend at Bernie in this thing, right. and and it wasn't Demar Hamlin at all, but they wanted the photo op and everything else. And it's like, well, how much money did they pay his family to shut up? Well, I said something. I'm like. They don't have a fucking camera like right there in the booth that he's in. It's got to be a You mean yeah, it's like you field. mean to tell me CBS, one of the major conglomerates, one of the biggest media outlets in the fucking only history of the world. Only has a camera on the only opposite has, side. Only has one shitty camera 700 yards away trying to look through a blizzard worth of snow. Bullshit. At a guy in a hood, in Hold a on. booth, in a hood, in a mask. Right. Like 
I'm not saying it wasn't Demar Hamlin. I'm not going down that route, like right. that road, because it was probably. It, I, I hope it was him, but they're not leaving any. They're definitely leaving the door open for people to be like, wasn't it? I'm getting the um, the image right now because <laughs> someone that was fucked up. What someone just did. <laughs> Well, oh, Someone had a picture of a skeleton in a sweatshirt. I was like, oh, I'm scrolling man. through Twitter. I'm like, people are assholes. Oh, yeah, they don't give a fuck. But it's funny because the same people that sensationalize this and try to make it all about them are the same assholes that are sitting at games throwing their hot dogs and beers at like a father and son with the opposing team's jersey. Oh, I know. Absolutely right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trust it's me. like, yeah, you act like you take this way too seriously, like you're out there with your candles and your shit sitting outside the hospital with your Bengals jersey on. But like I said, you're the same one firing your hot dog at the back of some 12-year-old kid. It's head. like there's people stand. <laughs> there's like I guarantee you that there was people standing outside the DeMar Hamlin Vigil, if you will, right. holding candles that have people in their family that have had heart attacks or cardiac arrest or and whatever, they didn't do that and didn't for, even do that for them. Yeah, no shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just it's just so fake and look fraudulent. Look how hardcore like, we are. Look how we're hardcore football fans. And then all of us, you know, all the they, they do the whole special of like people learning by. Oh, I went. I got inspired by Demar Hamlin to take a CPR class, and they're interviewing people. And they're like, you know, that was a really really tough thing to know like to see and i decided i was going to learn cpr that it's like learn cpr what did you not go to middle Bro, school you're like 35 how, how yeah, the did fuck you, do you did, not know cpr yeah did you grad did you graduate high school like i'm pretty sure we were all required to learn cpr when we were like juniors yeah. like uh, pretty I, sure i've known like straight i've known cpr since i was like 14 yeah like, it's probably about 14 pretty basic i think it's part of like common curriculum now like yeah I mean, especially oh, for our wow. job, it's like we get, we get, we have to fucking learn it every year all over again. Do you consent that I do see? Yeah. Uh, do you consent? And then the other, the other, my favorite theory of it though was like, this man had CPR performed on him for nine minutes. They're like, there's not a single, there's no, sh- there's no fucking way, all of his that all of his ribs weren't shattered in fourteen pieces, oh, and yeah. he's up there throwing his arms up and doing all this shit, and it's like. That would really fucking hurt with that's a, that's a crazy 12 cons- broken ribs. That's a crazy conspiracy theory. Yeah, but it's mad true, though. Like, dog, like, I've, I've you ever been around, like, I've, I've had the... No, I understand that. I've had the experience of being around people who were deceased and were being administered CPR. I witnessed that and you fucking can, plunging machine thing. That thing, too. Yeah, oh, that thing's crazy. I was like, what I saw the that. fuck? It turns a chest cavity into jello. Yeah, literally. It looks like waves. It looks it's like water. And I'm like, there's But just watching... A person do CPR on another human being, and you can hear the ribs breaking, like as they're doing it. Like you hear a pop and a crack, and you're like, "Ooh, ooh!" And I'm sitting there, and I'm just, you know, because it's at work, so I'm just writing down the times. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I'm gonna throw up if I get down there and do yeah, that shit. Like, yeah. I don't do well with that, so I'm like, yeah, now I'll let somebody else handle it. And luckily, you know, everybody did exactly what they were supposed to. Joey turns into Michael Scott. But there was. First, I was afraid I was <laughs> But, like, there, you know, no, you should cut the guy's face off. <laughs> Doing the Dwight. Uh, but, no, like, I, I just thought that was hilarious. Like, the conspiracy theories are wicked funny because it's pissing all the NFL players off on Twitter, like, all the actual ones. Oh, yeah. And they're like, can we fucking stop? And there's, like, as a society, just ban these people who think that this was a conspiracy and it's a clone or oh, ban them, right? it's not him. And I'm like, man, fuck you. You know man, what the difference? Shut the you know, fuck you know, up. Because you know what the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth is these days? About six months. About six fifty. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we just why don't we just why don't we just give this one a little bit of time? Mm-hmm.
Uh, Joey Fats Radio, roll one, see one. Hey, what's up, boys? Yo, oh, what up? my God, it's Pat. Um, who's the bigger? Who who'll take longer to win a Super Bowl? Cowboys or Bills? Those teams are fucking cursed. Um, the nineties. Oh yeah, the Cowboys are dead, but I just think um, the Bills are cursed. I want to say the cow. I want to say the I'm gonna Bills. Say the, I'm gonna say the Cowboys. The Bills have wow. a better shot to win than the Cowboys. The Cowboys, I don't know. What happened to the Bills this weekend? I mean, I think Joe Burrow has like is as balls of steel, but what happened to the Bills? No, they got. Well, we, we were talking about it earlier, so I think you joined in a little bit late after I we already talked it. about it really quickly. That's okay. If you watch that game, that game, yeah. I know it was twenty-seven to ten, and Joey said it earlier as well, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. Uh, that was a bully and a half by the Bengals. The Bengals on oh. both sides of the ball bullied the shit out of Buffalo. That game could have been forty-two to seven, and you would have been oh. like, it's, it was the same game. I, I'll tell you, you know what? The, you know what the the, the biggest. What happened to the Bills on Sunday was Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon and the Bengals' offensive line happened. The offensive line they was just shoving they, dudes down the field. They were eight, mauling nine yards. the Bills' defense. Yeah, and, and the linebackers and safeties wanted nothing to do with it. They were just like, God damn. They're like, again? Like, they were so far down the field that the like uh, corners and the safeties had to make these tackles on guards through to Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon's not an easy tackle to begin with. And then you're wearing down your secondary, and then you go right back, and you're throwing it to Chase. You're throwing it to T. Higgins. You're throwing it right over the middle to these guys, and these defensive backs are like, fuck, we're tackling the guys. We're chasing guys down. Yeah. They were beat. Yeah, the Bills' defense, did. Uh, they, they, got, they got worked, and it, it comes down to the running game. you know. And, and what do we always say this time of year, Pat? What wins? And, and, and you're the Buffalo Bills, and you couldn't run the ball, and then at the second half, you straight up refused to run the ball, so you became super one-dimensional, and then the Bengals had you by the balls at home, and they forced Buffalo Bills fans to leave the stadium starting at 12 minutes and 50 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. That stadium was half empty with like 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And the playoff game in Buffalo. You guys, just as football fans going forward, all three of you, what would you like, bias aside, what would you like to see more? A team with a dominant well, I can't talk. Dominant quarterback like Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl, or a team that's just built around a quarterback like like a Brock Purdy. I don't think that it's even. I don't think Joe Burrow is even dominant. I think Joe Burrow is in an excellent situation. I think he's a very good quarterback. If you remember when Joe Burrow was coming out, there were a lot of knocks against Joe Burrow. They said he, yeah, they there said was. He, had, he had no arm strength. Oh, small hands. Small hands. Smells like cabbage. Small hands. He doesn't read his progressions correctly. Like he's a, he's like a one-two progression guy. Then after that, he's screwed. It's like, and then he comes in, he has like an okay first year, blows it out the park second year, blows it out the park third year. I mean, it's, I think me personally for this year, I really like the 49ers. I like watching them play. I like watching that defense. I like watching that offense. It's exciting watching Brock. And maybe it's a little bit of me being like, you know what? I like teams. I like teams. But then sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I like ace quarterbacks too because those quarterbacks yeah. can just throw it out of the building and make the game really exciting this season and also Joey has said it I've said it I love the safety from the 49ers he is Ufanga. You, oh my god he is like an all time favorite player of mine right now already because he just annihilates dudes and I didn't even know his his direct mentor and, and uh, was uh, Troy Palomalu he learned the entire game Damn. from Troy Palomalu wow well I remember I put up a post on, on Facebook week two watching the Niners-Seahawks game, and I remember sitting there watching it, and I'm like, dude, I'm, and I'm watching this kid, Hufanga, and he's flying around. The first thing I said to myself was, dude, this kid reminds me, like, obviously the hair helps, but I was like, this kid reminds me of a fucking Troy, like a young Troy Polamalu. 
Like just he's just a missile. He's all over the field. Comes to find out. And then come to find out he was I didn't know that until after that game, but I'm watching him and this this kid just a playmaker. And then you add in that that linebacking core. And like, you know, what Fred Warner did on Sunday Unbelievable. Was just unbelievable. That was one of the best games I've seen a linebacker play in is he the, uh, is he the best? Kid, that kid was a beast. He's the best linebacker in the league. I, I, I don't see anybody better. Well, I, I can't pick one other person better. He does everything well. Shaq everything. Who? Shaq Leonard's better. Not even close. When he's healthy. Yeah, he can't is. cover. No, nah, he does. Shaq, no, I'm telling you, you can't. <laughs> no, the maniac can cover. <laughs> not not since that great year he had. He gets hella picks and shit, though. He's pretty dope. Well, if they throw oh, him all the way back there. But I. But he's a great tackling machine. Right. I'm saying who overall. You guys, um, who, do you, who are you guys going for? In Denver, what's the word? What's the new latest information so, on Denver? So the rumor rumor has it. So according to Colin Cowherd, uh, which uh, was in a report earlier, which was dead ass wrong, um, he <laughs> said that uh, the Broncos want Peyton and yep. Russ Wilson wants Peyton. Yep. Uh, a source within the Broncos organization has confirmed that that is false. Uh, the only coaching, uh, the only coaching candidate that has not been scheduled for a second interview and everything else has been put on hold uh at this point is D'Amico Ryans which leads oh, me to believe wow. that they either that D'Amico Ryans is their guy and they want to give him the second interview or well I heard he canceled on two teams because he's going to the chip so yeah well he's got an NFC championship yeah the Colts were, I think the Colts were one of them that he canceled with. so seem to hire defense guys listen if we're going to go with a first-time head coach, I want D'Amico Ryans. Wow. If we're not going to go with an experienced guy, look, I, I was, I was, I, I'm okay with, I'd be okay with Dan Quinn as long as, yeah. the, as long as the surrounding staff that he brought in was capable. I would be okay with Sean Payton. I don't want to give up the first-round pick, but I would, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. Again, Bradley Chubb for Sean Payton seems like a pretty decent trade. I People think, forget that about Payton. It's a draft pick. Yeah, you got to give up the first, and it's not necessarily just the first either. It might be more, yeah. but I'm leaning right now. My gut tells me it's D'Amico Ryans. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And I would be thrilled with that. I'm not going to lie. I would be beyond thrilled be with mad. that. Like you said, man, be Especially if he keeps Double Eon as the defensive coordinator. Yeah. I would be absolutely floored. And then you can bring in, I don't know, like I said earlier in the show, Maybe he brings in Cliff Kingsbury. You know he's he's got some oh. he's got an ability oh. to coach midget quarterbacks. So dude, the freaking Broncos would all that. I just the, the passing offense that the Broncos could come back with something built like that. Yeah, especially they, they oh, listen, they're Tim they're Patrick coming back. they're they're coming back, and right they're now get a lot of guys and, and according, according to Vegas, the Broncos are the third most likely team to land Saquon Barkley in free agency should he hit it. So oh shit, if we have no Russ, going to want Zeke. I'm guessing if we have, I would take Zeke in a heartbeat. I'm gonna stick but with JT because Javante's Javante's injury is gonna cost him probably next year. Yeah, it could be a career ender for him, which blows because nah, he was really promising. That sucks. Yeah. But you know, you go out and you get. You know what I mean look? You, you gotta remember too. We had the most guys on injured reserve this year of any team in the league. It was the Broncos and the Rams were the two most injured teams in right. the NFL this year. Yeah, Rams. So we're gonna get a up. lot of guys back off IR, including yeah. Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler. Uh, you're talking Garrett Bowles, like most of our offensive line. Yeah, uh, and then, you know, you go out and if you get a say, let's just say hypothetically they go out and they get a Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And you pair him up in that offense with Russ, he wants Tim Patrick, million. KJ Hamler, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, who all of a sudden came alive the last three weeks of the season, four weeks of the season because Nathaniel what's Hackett the, uh, stopped. What's your tight end there with the long hair? 
Albert O? Or, no. Oh, no. Um, uh, fucking. Uh, the other kid who came alive. Yep. Um, fucking. The rookie. Uh, not Uzchek. No. It, oh, my God. It's, who the fu- it's like a weird name like that. I can't remember. Maybe you fucking lit it up. Not, uh, not Uzchek. Uzchek is a 49. Yeah, that's, it's not him. Yeah. Hang on. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Hold on. Um, Where's Rogers go? Not we're gonna we're gonna talk about that because okay, I'll be listening. I'll tons listen. of listen. tons of stuff came out today about Aaron Rodgers and the team that wants him the most is the Jets. Yeah, but he doesn't want to go play in New York. That's uh that's not a spoiler. Honestly, I really don't like New Yorker. He's Dulcich. like a surfboard Greg California Dulcich. guy. He doesn't. Want, I don't think I think he wants to go to like a team in like Middle America that's like the people don't give a shit like who he is. <laughs> that, that, that seems like Aaron Rodgers. I'm uh, dead serious. He can't go anywhere where people don't give a shit who fucking Aaron yeah. Rodgers. They don't care who they, they don't care about him in Wisconsin most know. of the time. They just I love the, I love the fact that Aaron Rodgers is still shitting on people like because because of uh, for shitting on him for his his the whole vaccine thing. Like he's still taking shots at the media oh, and still, it's still I, know, I follow the biggest fuck you to me. If he like the Patriots got him, I was have to be like ah oh, fuck we got Aaron Rodgers. No, I know. I'd be fine. But it, it's just funny because, like, I follow, like, like, Peter Bukowski or whatever his name is on Twitter, like, and, and a bunch of other Packers beat writers. And they're like, okay, Aaron, we get it. Like, can you shut the fuck up now? Like, and, he, and Aaron, I'm like, no. Like, no. No, like, you no, keep like, going. No, you need to be. You, I'm sorry. You need to be told because these are the same people yep. that told you that your kids should be taken away from you if you don't get them vaccinated. You so, fucked us, like, for, like, two and a half to? years. So, A-Rod no, gets two and a half years to fuck But I'm just saying, that. anybody, you know, most of these people that were, like, hyper pro-vaccinate, you know, pro-vax and, 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 and COVID, the whole COVID crazies, they were, you know, most most rational people at this point have come around and been like, okay. I was probably lied to. I probably got duped. Yeah. You know, there was definitely some. I'll some, never admit it. There's but. definitely some things here that didn't that, you know, like, you know, when they're when they're they're literally like, oh, yeah, the vaccine. You, if you get it, if you if you're vaccinated, you can't get or transmit covid. And then it's like, all right, well, it's like 90 percent. Sure. All right. Just like 70 percent. I'd say 50. Who do you think I, will go to the Colts uh, for quarterback? Rogers. Uh, you say Rodgers. We, we're hoping I, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Because I well, not him. He's and not hoping. I only base this on like the seven stupid ass mock drafts that I've seen from like certain like you know analysts and guys. I forget yeah. who or whatever name. And they all say that the Colts are going to take fucking C.J. Stroud. Nice. They need they need to rebuild at quarterback. So why wouldn't they? I don't really know if I I don't really know if I want C.J. Stroud. Why not? They got to get someone in the first. I don't like, like you know. There are things that I cannot describe right now that I would okay. have time to describe, a.k.a. not safe for work. Gotcha. But I don't know if we should – because even Jim Mercer has told Chris Bow that he's tired of the whole, like, let's, like, repolish an old quarterback type thing, especially like, yeah. for the Rivers and all this other shit. He was the best one that we had. Carson but- Wentz was not necessarily like an old repolished project, but coming in with Matt Ryan again and just, like, keep switching up. They're trying to find consistency. Like, yeah. we've all seen it's all about consistency. Look at, like, Mike Tomlin, Bill Belichick. You know, all the all the decent organizations out there yeah. have consistency and head coach, and that's where we got to start. But as far as quarterback goes, I think Matt Ryan's obviously done, and Sam Ellinger is not the deal. And I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we actually did take C.J. Stroud, but I, I'm not sure if – but, really, is, but do you start him day one? Most of the time, you do not start the the rookie quarterback day one. Well, what if we put together a crazy ass shit with get to get a rod right, and then we drafted Stroud? But if we if we we'd have to give up a first round. 
So, yeah. Pat, let me ask. Let me I don't ask, want to give up a first round for A Rod. Yeah. Pat, let me ask you this real quick. How would you feel about the rumors that uh, that are coming out of ESPN today? Jeremy Fowler's rumors that the Patriots are rumored to be in the in in the market to trade for one Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Holy crap! Um, holy crap! Um, would that mean um, would that mean something bigger is coming? Well, um, no, I don't. I don't know what that means. But can you imagine? Could you well, imagine? No, Bill O'Brien. You was, get Bill O'Brien. Right with. with Mac Jones, who is, I guarantee you right now, everybody who hated on Mac Jones all year. Watch out now. Get ready. To me, Pat. Get ready. They got chemistry from Bama. Because Mac jo- worked together. what Bill O'Brien is going to do for Mac Jones well, still- is going to be tenfold. And everybody who, was, everybody who was on the fuck Mac Jones, get rid of this shit bum bandwagon <laughs> this year is going to eat a shit ton of crow next year. How that you- being said, if they get Renfro and Waller in a trade, how do Bro. you feel about... Why would they do that, Fats, the Raiders? Why would they do that? The Raiders because apparently- Josh McDaniels is a pro at gutting teams and <laughs> It'd be a helping well, Bill Belichick out, in every way he can. It came out today. It says, do not be surprised if the Raiders do some roster trimming. Because the wow. Raiders have the Raiders spent a lot of money stupidly. They're, they're, and they're going to yeah. have to. Yeah, they've, and they've got so, a lot of And they said issues, teams, teams are aware that within league circles that Renfro and Waller are available. And then if you read into like the Jeremy Fowler report and you go find what he says, he says league executives think that the Patriots would go for one or both of those wow. players. And since they have a good rapport, since most of the Raiders front office is former Patriot guys and they already have dealings with Belichick, that, that there's like a mutual understanding there. They said that would not be out of the realm of possibility of which, you know, maybe they trade you, hey, we'll give you John who's not working out here. Uh, we'll take on the contract for Waller. We'll give you wow. X pick here. Because we'll you got to remember Hunter the Renfro. Patriots are going to have a boatload of if, cap space. If we have oh. Hunter Henry and Darren Waller, that's an upgraded tight end. And I'm sorry, Hunter Renfro would be cheating. That's like getting like the perfect guy for the Patriots, a a white slot dude. No, yeah, see, I think yeah. you said a million like times. Like that version of Cooper Cup. People don't, like myself don't don't remember that. Don't think of that. What? Haven't you said that in a lot of shows? Am I remembering right? What's that? Like, people like myself don't think about how the Patriots will have a lot of cap space coming up. Yeah, they have like what? Do you have like forty-one guys under contract coming up this year? We so? have a lot of guys under contract, but and- we have fifty-seven million in cap space. That's Whoa. not including. That's not including if we let go of Johnny, which I think is inevitable that's at this point. About, yeah. so that's then- and fifty-seven is a lot. Yeah. To do stuff with. Yeah, that's a lot of flexibility. I mean, look, the Broncos are probably going to end up with about $31 million in cap space. That's still going, very good, too. Which is really good when you consider yeah. the roster they have put together because they're going to get rid of, uh, like, Glam- Graham Glasgow is going to be gone. And uh, what was the other? Uh, there was another big, uh, another, cu- oh, Dar- Darby, uh, uh, the, the cornerbacks. Car- uh, Car- not, um, not Carlos Dansby. Not Ron- Ronald Darby. Ronald Darby, and know. he's good. Those are going to be cut. That's going to open up like twenty-one million dollars in space for the pay, for the Broncos. Like so, thirty-one million is like that's a good number to go into free agency with. Fifty-seven million, that's like I mean, dog, you're you're buying whatever you want. You're you're like walking in like. I feel like I got on a championship ring because I ball hard. No bitch, we ball harder. Like, and then I, I, I just I just feel like. The Patriots' defense this year, very good. We're losing next to nobody on defense. I'm not sure if, Pat, you heard me earlier. Fucking defense I said, is ridiculous. I said, if I'm the Patriots, I throw I throw a lot of money at Tremaine uh, Edwards from Buffalo. Young, Whoa. crazy athletic linebacker, tall, uh, li- uh, sideline to sideline guy, right up Bill Belichick's alley. You take him from Smart. a division. 
You take him from a division rival, you weaker division opponent, that goes right up. That's right up Belichick's uh, tree. And then you go out and sprinkle in just a few players on offense. You just needed a. a Bill O'Brien is going to be the biggest Mar- addition of your offseason. Mark, write it down. Make him Tyreek Hill, but well, he can fix that wide receiver Thornton. He's well, Thornton, 86, Marcus Jones. Thornton I mean, needs to oh. eat. He needs to eat food. I've never seen a man that thin. Even when we drafted him, like, this man needs to eat. He's like 115 pounds. <laughs> but um, I there's something to be said when the entire Patriots offensive roster likes and comments on a Patriots Instagram post saying, welcoming Bill O'Brien as offensive coordinator. Yeah. And you have Kendrick Bourne, Mac Jones, uh, 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 Devontae Parker. That is your offensive biggest, that's your biggest ad of the offseason. All liking the post wow. being like, welcome aboard. Look, I, I, I like getting Renfro and, and Waller would be an amazing trade. I couldn't even, but even if, if that, that happens, if that, I'll shit if, But if that doesn't happen, and it's like, let, let's be real here. This let's, is, let's pace ourselves. This is very, very preliminary. Like, this is very this rumor is what, mill. Exactly. League executives yeah, talking. This is, this is a lot of talk. Like, we're not saying don't don't go out and bet the house that that Waller and Renfro are going to be in Patriots jerseys next year. Don't don't do that. I would still put money hey, on Fats De- has DeAndre more Hopkins. Moon on big shots. Maybe Fats has some information, some inside information. We don't know. Well, no, no. I'm saying just like don't don't count out true. DeAndre Hopkins because of the Bill O'Brien stuff. Those oh, two wow. those two hated each other because Bill yeah. O'Brien called DeAndre Hopkins said his personal life is was was too important to him and it was fucking over the team. And then those two didn't like each other. I love that Bill O'Brien is just a straight up asshole. Honestly, I don't yeah. think you need. I don't. I don't think you need D Hop anyway. Well, I'm saying, but like at this not, point in his career, I don't even know if D Hop would help you. But for the money, like because he's on cheapish money. <sighs> not. It's not. It's cheapish, but it's not cheap. And it, look, D Hop, I feel like is a guy that's going to go to a team that's who feels that they're a wide receiver away from getting to a Super Bowl. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, like, he's, look, he's focused on winning would, at this point. I don't I don't know who who's who are who, what's the upcoming list of free agents uh for wide receivers cuz I'm sure there's oh, a guy Oh, it's not deep. It's not. I know that, but it's there's uh fuck off. There's at least one or two names out there that T. I Higgins feel- is a big name. T. Okay, Jacoby's like the highest, one of the highest. No, T. Uh, Jacoby's considered one of the highest because of yeah. like T. Higgins and somebody T. Higgins else, is right? The number one guy. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, um, the big rumor is now that Brady is sticking it to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and forcing them to eat thirty-six million dollars in cap space for next season. That they're looking to trade Mike Evans because Mike Evans is a year away and Mike Evans is not going to come back and resign. So is he still good? So Mike, Mike, oh, Mike, Evans? Yeah. Mike Evans yeah. is great. Yes, fuck yeah. I would take Mike Evans. Mike Evans is great. If you could put, if you suck, if you, you, all right, let's say, let's say Mike Evans gets traded to New England. Brady goes to the Raiders, which I can't imagine Brady would want Waller and Renfro to be shipped out of town if he's going to Oakland. <laughs> he has Devontae, though. But it, yeah, but I, I don't That's know. That's it, though. That's I it. Mean. Um, but nonetheless, let's just say hypothetically, Mike Evans ends up in a Patriots uniform. Bruh. With Bill O'Brien and, and Mac Jones, like that is going With to Waller be Waller and Renfro too. That would that just that, that'd be a top five offense in the NFL. That'd be insane. Yeah. Wow. This this off season wide receiver list of free agents is fucking dog shit. Yeah, it's not great. You're gonna have to trade for somebody if Holy you want a big if you shit. want a, a, a decent name. DJ Chark is one of the highest. DJ Chark. Top three. They're, they're predicting is Juju Smith Schuster, Jacoby Myers, and T. Higgins. Those are the top three. If Juju could put if Juju could put down the TikToks, I would love him in New England. I think Juju. I think Juju's a New England guy through and through. I think he missed that 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 he can't. But no, he can't get off social media, and Bill would just be like, "Nah, I'm all set." I'll take T. Higgins on. I don't need children in my locker room. I want grown men that want to win. Yep. I heard T. Higgins might get thirty million a year. Is that fucking insane for a wide yeah, receiver? I would never pay that. Thirty million a year? No, 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 no. 
Teague is not getting nobody's thirty million a year. If someone's stupid. Yeah, the, unless the Browns sign him. Right, yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, I don't know. The, the Browns, Browns, Browns are... are the only team dumb enough to yeah. deal with that kind of rule. Uh, Alan Lazard guys, is I'll a let you guys go, but do you guys think Rashawn Watson will ever be good again? No. No. Uh, I think he'll, I think I'm going to wait till this year. I'm going to I'm going to reserve my full judgment until I see him play at least this preseason coming up because you don't take two years out of football, come back, and ball out. Like, it just doesn't happen yeah, that way. Fair. It's going to take some time for him to get back, get his feet underneath him. That being said, I have absolutely zero faith in the Cleveland Browns organization to surround him with the coaching staff and the talent that he yeah. needs in order to resurrect his career. So yeah. to answer your question in the short term, no. No, no I don't think he'll ever be good again. <laughs> no, I think he's thinking. I think that is going to go down as the single worst contract in the history of the NFL. Yeah, probably. Wow. And that is so par for the course for the Cleveland fucking Browns. Of course, yeah. The worst organization in sports. They're a fucking joke. But All right, Pat, boys, I'll be listening. I'm excited for the playoff show. I'll be listening. Thanks yeah, for the call, buddy. Awesome. We appreciate it, bud. All right, dog. Later, man. Great call, Pat. Thank, thank you for that. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. I love Pat. Love all our callers. Love everybody who calls into the show I like on a regular basis. He, he gets so it. Funny. He's a good. He's, he's a great just, sports fan. He he's knows. A good shit. He. I, I like as he asks questions that prompt good discussion. Yeah, those course. are those are your best callers. So and it doesn't matter what sport either. He throws NBA in there. He throws anything. You know what I mean? He throws all types of shit in there. Yeah. Zingers, baseball. He doesn't. But matter. you know, Volleyball. go. But keep keep it with the Volleyball. Patriots thing for a second because <laughs> I I kind of I I'm. I just want to I just want to put it on record right now that my nightmare is coming back to life in a big way next year because of Bill O'Brien, which is the Patriots being good. Right. And it is going to chat my ass and sear my Nesmans. Yeah. If they when, slam dunk a trade with fucking when when this team is is back on top and they're just kind of ruling the roost again. Who they got running back? Who they got in the backfield? Dude, Ramondre Stevenson. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. I- I'm sorry. Next year, Animal. top two running back. I'm yeah. dead serious. Animal. The- I got had- lucky because he got hurt. That's we dead right. ass had no offensive line, and he was mo- he was running. He averaged like six yards a carry yeah, this year. Yeah, crazy. I do remember. Yep, my bad. Yep. And he catches it out of the backfield. The guy, he does everything. I forgot because he got hurt, and I didn't hear from him about it again, and I was just like, oh, yeah. Another guy on my team that got fucking hurt. My whole fucking I team know. got hurt. <laughs> Lamar Jackson gone. Ramondre Paul gone. Got, Paul had just the best run of luck, which is, again. Guy's this, dying. It comes. Like, what do I say about fantasy football every single year? It's, all, yeah. it's luck. The playoffs, it's all luck. Yeah. I just want to put myself on what's his face from the Rams. And just put, uh, I don't know, should he, somebody on the Saints or whatever. Uh, fuck, fuck out, out of my way. way. I'm going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I forget who the two, uh, I forget who it was. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. That yeah, was, what, like 20, three years ago. Something, what was the kid's name, the hyphenated last name? Something Roby. Roby Coleman. Was the know. was the uh, defensive back that just truck-sticked fucking, yeah, was it Ingram? Was it Evan Ingram? Melvin Ingram. No, Doge. It wasn't him either. It was a wide receiver. It was right. He was like, "Fuck out of my way! We're going to the Super Bowl." Yep. And they got and they got <laughs> they held the three. They got it. fucking held the three points in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No trash. shit. Could you imagine what the outcome would have been if if the Saints, should, you know, get the rightful call and scored? Yeah, one. the Patriots would have scored sixteen, but they would have lost by thirty. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. You got the audio only stream in the description. If you don't want to type your phone, watching Facebook Live, you go over to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R. Check it out. Dot com backslash Joey dash fats. No, you don't have to download anything. You don't have to buy anything. You open it up right in your browser. Boom. Listen right there on the show uh, live as we go. So you don't have to uh, sit there and just be uh, on Facebook Live. Um, so I've been. Yeah, I've been keeping tabs on everything. Obviously, Broncos uh, with the coaching search. 
that uh, I, I, I've, I, I'm fascinated by the way this coaching search is, is working out because nobody's made a hire yet. Yeah, but the thing is with your team is you just have to be patient and relax and, and see what it comes because you're obviously the most appealing team. The Broncos well, on, you not know, according to Colin Cowherd, because apparently one NFL executive said Russell Wilson is washed. A fucking clown. Which is no, you have the ridiculous. most appealing team for any coach to go, you know what? I want to go coach. I want to win. I want to have a good group of guys that, uh, you know, highly talented. It's a good organization. It always has been. I think that Sean Payton is probably going to go to the Broncos. I kind of hope for your sake that he does because you told me a couple weeks ago, no, I don't want Sean Payton. I don't want to throw the bag at him. I don't want to give up the picks. And now you want him. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a uh, great no, thing. No, I'm, I'm, my it's number one. It's going to be a great thing if you get Sean Payton. My number one pick right now is is D'Amico Ryan. It's D'Amico, I know. I would rather, I would ever, I, look, but see, you did say that did, you didn't mind getting Sean Payton I'm not, at this if we, point. Listen, I we know end that. up with Sean Payton, I'm not mad about it. Fuck no, even even with giving up the pick. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. Because right. again, it's, so at it's, least you've come to settle with that the, anyway. The, the, the trade would end up ultimately being Bradley Chubb for Sean Payton. That's a no-brainer. All day. All, all day. day. You do that all day. Like, it's crazy like, listen, Bradley Chubb's about. good, but, and I love Bradley Chubb, but he wasn't, look, we could have had Josh Allen. We took Bradley Chubb. And Shanny. Don't even get me started. This, that whole story that came out with Joe Ellis killing the whole Mike. It was going to be Mike Shanahan <laughs> bringing in Kyle Shanahan as uh, to be groomed to be his successor in Denver. And they were going to draft Josh Allen. That was John Ellis. That was John. I would have hated Josh Allen more than I do now. That really? was John. That was Josh. Really? That was John Elway's Of course. Plan. And Joe Ellis was like, "No." The Broncos are like always consistently like 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 a thorn in your your team's asshole inside. Bro, we yeah, were we were undefeated. We were undefeated against the Patriots from 1983 to 1998. That's crazy. We are killing the Patriots, sending a national undefeated. Guy. John Elway never lost a game That's to the like Patriots. Rod to the Bears, you know. Like. Yeah, <laughs> I owe you. I owe you. <laughs> but that being said, like I, I just, I would, I wouldn't mind because like uh, David Shaw, the Stanford head coach, has been another rumored candidate. Nah, I, don't I think would. It's real. I don't think it is either. But I would love if it was. Let's let's say hypothetically, D'Amico Ryan takes over. He keeps Ejero Ever Ejero Evero doubly as the defensive coordinator. Bring in David Shaw as your offensive coordinator. And then you get Jerry Rossberg, who was the interim head coach, to be your special teams guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm fine that with wink that. Guy, wink Middleton, Middleton, Middleton. No, I'm, uh, Wink Martindale? Yeah, Martindale. Yeah, hey, bring his ass in. Why would, he's a defensive coordinator. Why would, yeah, you can just get fucking rid of all, you just No, we got double E. Yeah, but if he goes to Indy and gets high, because he was on one of the, uh, he had one of the interviews, and he might get called back. So what happens if he Listen, Wink's, Wink's a good, Wink's a great coach. I don't know if he's head coach material, but he's a great coach. Well, and then you got to remember, too, a lot of, I, I, think I think a lot of things are being bogged down. I think a lot of teams in the league uh, are, are taking their time because they don't want to rush to hire a guy now because they're they're waiting on a D'Amico Ryans or an Eric Bieniemy who are playing this weekend. What's up with Bieniemy? The guy never gets. I don't know what the deal is with Bieniemy. He must be a horrible He's had interview. I think it's fifteen interviews. Five years of interviews. Fifteen interviews the last five years. I mean. At and, some and point, to not get hired by anybody. At some point, you realize, like, like, is this guy stupid? 
I don't know. Like, I just maybe something. He's got some like off field shit that people know about that haven't. Le- there's got to be. There's got to be something there. I'm glad you brought it up because he's the like Eric the Bien-Ami, Weinstein. The Eric B. Enemy like, thing is is an Christ. enigma to me because I don't understand. <laughs> I don't this man has been an offensive coordinator under Andy Reid for the last five years. They've gone to the AFC Championship for the last five years. Pat Mahomes and the and the Chiefs have had the number one offense or number top three offense in the league the yeah. last five years, and he's been the guy who's been in charge of it. Assuming under Andy Reid, yeah. my only my only thing that I can think of is that when they interview him, they find out that Andy Reid has much more to do with the offensive success than than Eric Bieniemy does. Facts. And that's and that's the only reason I can think of that he hasn't been hired yet because there have been guys like Vance Joseph or Todd Bowles or uh, I don't know fucking uh, Lovey Smith that have been hired and I'm guess I'm naming all black guys because I'm keeping it all in the same because I don't want anybody to be like well yeah because they didn't hire him because he's black no there have been plenty of black head coaches that have been hired sure have instead of Eric Bieniemy in the last five years Brian Flores Brian Flores B Flores who's who's also in line now. He's interviewing for a head coaching job uh, in Arizona. Love, I love Flores. Beeflo is the man, dude. Um, that dude is that. Listen, if he. Look it, how dominant that Miami defense was. And they smoked the Patriots every year, no matter Brady or not. Yeah. Killed yeah. us. Yeah. I, I love Beeflo. I think he's a great head coach. But like, I'm looking at I'm looking at D'Amico Ryan. But I'm looking at uh, the. I'm sorry, Eric Bieniemy. I'm looking at him. There's There's got to be some sort of like major red flag that comes up in interviews with him because. There is no way you can have that much success as a coordinator consistently and not get poached at some point. What if he shows up wearing a fedora with safari flaps? And that's like his interview. Like, what if he just dresses awkwardly and they're like, <laughs> you like, know what? You, you know, like Cam Newton or some shit. Like, yeah, like Cam Newton with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. They give him a market. They're like, hey, can you draw up like a play for us? Like, if you ran our offense here in Denver, like, what would you do with Russell Wilson? And he's like, first of all, I would trade Russell Wilson for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And then I would call Andy Reid. And I'd be like, like we're going to no. give it to, we'll yeah, give it to Pat. Like, no, no. Yeah. And he it, walks in with the human on his chest. You ever <laughs> seen that? That stupid. You ever seen human? that? Yeah, you've never seen that fashion show where there's people uh, walking and they literally have like like another person upside down yeah. in like a baby carrier with their legs going over their shoulders and shit and they like on the By the way, line. the Doja like, Cat thing, the, 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 the image that's going around of oh her, my God. that is disturbing. What is it? What she looks like it? something from Hellraiser. She looks like a blood clot. Yeah. You haven't seen oh, it? No. The Doja, Do- Google, I'll, look at, I'll, I'll get it for yeah, you. Yeah, Google the Doja. Yeah, it, it's... She it's, had 20,000... It's, uh, it's, it's very reminiscent of Lady Gaga in the meat suit. Worse. But worse. It's like... It, like, it haunts my dreams. Really? And she's isn't, she's isn't, a good-looking girl. And she, I was saying, isn't Doja Cat hot? She looks disgusting in this. She looks like Freddy Krueger until she was a woman. I, I don't even... She looks like she's, like, like, like straight happening? from the bush, like... From the bush? Yeah, it looks like they took her from, like, a rain dance ceremony and... I, I I have no idea what's going on. I don't know about all that. Like, yeah, no, it's like crazy. Like, look at her. She looks like one of the like. She looks terrifying. Yeah, like crazy, crazy. I, I don't know what the, what's all the stuff all over her skin. I don't. It's diamonds. It's uh Swarovski crystals. Like thirty three thousand crystals or thirty two thousand crystals. Thirty thousand crystals. Something like that. Like wow, she looks. It's crazy. awful, like, awful, awful, awful. I've never seen anything like that. And it uh, makes what, me like sick. what what best picture? The other night. 
Do you I know? Have no idea. Not yeah. Maverick. I think it was snubbed in that category. They didn't even nominate it once. I, I know that. I know Eddie Murphy made a Will Smith joke. This is her on the reg. Yeah, I've seen her. Yeah, yeah I've seen course. her, but like, I just she don't even look like. She looks horrible. I can't, she was I can't. performing at Live like two weeks after we were there. I know on New Year's. Yeah, New Year's. That's yeah. right. That was New Year's. Yeah, but no, nah, no, I, I just, I don't understand what's up with the Eric Bieniemy thing. Back to football. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't, I don't understand what's up with that. I, I, I feel like he's, it, it's, it's long overdue that he's gotten a shot as a head coach. But also, I have to wonder too if he's just, if maybe he's just that loyal to Andy Reid, and he's like. Nah, I haven't found a situation that I'm comfortable taking the job. And maybe Kansas City's like, no, you're so important to us. We're just going to keep paying you. You know, we're going to pay you more to stay here than what most places would pay an offensive coordinator. Maybe maybe that's it. Because maybe maybe the Hunts look at Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid and that staff and they say, nope, we don't want to have turnover with this staff. We want continuity. We want Pat to have everything that Pat wants. Maybe Mahomes wants him. I don't know. Like, there's got to be, but there's got to be something behind the scenes that is keeping Eric Bieniemy in Kansas City, and I don't think it's people's reluctance to hire him. I think somebody wants to hire him, but he's just not taking the job for some reason. Almost like Josh McDaniels. Exactly. How do you feel about that rumor of why he didn't take that job? Did you finally hear what happened? Which one? The, the, the Colts job? Yes. No, I, I didn't. Okay, this rumor happened about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And apparently Josh McDaniel's wife was the reason why he didn't take the job. After he took the job, um That fucking nerd is married. Yeah, of course he's married. I'm sure. Um <laughs> what's the owner's name? Uh Jim Ursay of the Colts yeah. went over the house, uh was was having dinner with them, was saying it was pills. so ex- was so excited to have him on his thing. They they made dinner, they they were talking for hours, and then Jim Ursay Jim Ursay disappeared. Of course he was. Jim Ursay disappeared for an hour. And his wife was just like, uh, you know, Mr. Hersey has been in our bathroom for over an hour. Yeah, passed out by the toilet. Nope. He did not pass out by the toilet. Came back out. Went right back to the toilet. Like, nothing happened. She went in there, and there was, like, like cocaine, like, lines of golf trap. Like, he was just doing, dr- like, hardcore drugs in their bathroom. Oh. And she said, if if you take this job, I'm leaving you. It's like, she gave him an ultimatum, like, you're not taking this job. Our family is not going to go work for a man like this. That's a, That's the rumor. I don't know how I feel about it. Believable, but... Wait, who is this again? Sorry, I'm... Josh McDaniel's wife. Oh, and Ursay went to their right. house to right. beg congratulations. I'm so happy to have you as a coach. So just railing lines in the bathroom for, for an, an hour. hour. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> man, let's go, baby. Put the fucking pedal to the Listen, metal. My, my boy likes the party. What do He's you want? He's running and gunning. Let's go drop some dough on these fucking players. Let's get a good roster going. And I, I got to look it up because I it came from like... <laughs> All right, people, of course... Pull like the Dumb and Dumber thing where, <laughs> because the story like gained like a oh it was, it was five days ago. I felt like it was so much longer. Hmm. Okay, so this was from an official account. Imagine if you just like knock on the door. You're like Jim, what are you doing in there? And he's just like. Whopper, 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 whopper. I send it to everybody. <laughs> I send it to literally everybody. I love that song. God damn it! It was just out of my head. <laughs> All right, per. Dan DeKitch, who is an uh, NFL insider, and he works somewhere in the fucking Indiana Star or some yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one that came out and said, from what he's learned, it was McDaniel's wife. The story is true. Uh, he came to their house in Massachusetts. He was in the bathroom for over an hour, and the wife was like, 
And the wife went in and investigated, and there was drugs everywhere, and like in their bathroom. Why and they have kids, so probably not the best. <laughs> Why wouldn't he just clean them up? I know. Well, he's Jim Irsay. He's like, ah, I, people do this. He's for like me. Jim Irsay. I got people for that. This dude's a madman. He's bro. like, where's Belinda? He's a fucking madman. So. <laughs> He is a fucking mad madman. Jim Irsay is a fucking madman. Yes, we know this about Jim Irsay. I like, I like in the comments, people were like, his wife was totally upset with that, but was okay with this man coming over. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Jeff Bezos bought the Commanders and then Elon Musk was like, fucking, I'm buying a team too, and he bought the fucking Colt. Why would Jim Irsay sell the Colts? I don't know, because... Maybe the owners will force him to because he's too no. involved in drugs. Nah, Jim no. Isn't there, like a, isn't, isn't there like a thing? Well, yeah, I'm just saying like yeah, the owners, eventually but it would, but it another take, thing's going to pop up. I think, it, behavior, I, I think like, it would take, what, 21 owners to vote yes? Yeah, to be like, yo, dude, you got to piece the franchise, Basically bro, evict like, Jim yeah, Irsay there from is that a clause, position. It's like, not going to happen. The only reason why they get rid of Dan Snyder is because Dan Snyder was like an openly an asshole to all the other owners. No, no, no. Dan Snyder's getting – he's – Yes, that yes. Is that but, the Carolina? No, no. Oh, that's the Redskins. Oh, the owner. Redskins owner. Yeah, yeah Redskins. Commanders. What? No, no, no. The Carolina Panthers guy went out of business because he was uh, like a front not of Jerry Reese. Real was, estate was it Reese? guy. No, Reese wasn't him. No, it was the Panthers' old owner, Jerry. Jerry something. He went out of business because his Jerry real West. estate shit went. His real estate like <laughs> ventures like went tits up or something. I don't know. Everyone goes. Whatever, broke. but yeah, all right, right. So yeah, apparently he was a wicked asshole, but like whopper, whopper, whopper. That's whopper. not like just because you're a dickhead doesn't mean people are gonna force you to sell your team. Oh no, he was like it doesn't have to be like legally. Yeah, but he was like Jerry le- Richardson. Thank you. He was like leaking out like internal documents from the NFL, being like all the other owners were assholes. Well, because not great. only that, but uh, then the whole the so it started with the whole sexual allegations. Yep. The sexual misconduct thing. And then the Gruden thing came to light. Yep. Right, which was big. And then, and which the NFL, well, it, it was big, but it's not big because the NFL was like, basically the NFL controls all the media that is involved with the NFL because the NFL is like, oh, ESPN, that's cool. Do you want to keep Monday Night Football? Looks like you better shut the fuck up. Yeah. Play better. another big bird hit commercial. too yeah. much of a golden boy within the owner's inner circle that he's never getting touched. <laughs> <laughs> That song bangs. I don't care what anybody says now. That dude, I, I'm sitting there the other night and I'm I'm watching. Uh, somebody, my buddy, sent me a meme. Dan, Dan. Oh my god, a, he's alive. Yeah, he's a, he's alive. Sent me a meme because the because the Eagles blew out the Is Giants. The Falcons fan. And he's no, like Eagles. Eagles. Oh, and he's yeah. like and he's watching. He's like he sends me a meme. And he's like live looking at a Giants fan right now. And it's like one of the like you know those like memes like cartoony memes. And as a Giants fan crying, but on the TV in the background is that commercial playing. I fucking lost it. <laughs> it's great. It because it's on, on it's in every fucking oh, football it's game. So like bad. You, you can't go a commercial break during a football game without that, that fucking I commercial. Know. Dude, Burger King sales are through the roof right now because the goddamn Whopper's I'm not going to lie. I almost stopped at Burger King tonight to grab a Whopper. It's working. Whopper, Whopper, Whopper. Junior single double Whopper. It's catchy as shit. I know the whole menu. Add a fry or maybe a McFlurry. <laughs> nah, no McFlurry. McFlurry's a burger. Whatever. 774-992-8702. We got a little while here to go. Dude, my, uh, son, my son sings it. 
Yeah. He walks around the house. Well, come that's on. when I first. That's when I first. You, you first brought it to my attention because he's, like I sent you the video. He's singing it in the living room. Yeah, and he's just sitting there going, <laughs> and I'm like laughing my ass off. I wouldn't be surprised if Cole knew Gangs is Paradise by now. I, I wouldn't. No, he doesn't like. No, he knows. He knows a lot of inappropriate songs. Gangs is Paradise is not one of them. <laughs> no, he definitely. He knows. Uh, he knows Taylor Swift. Oh. Yeah, he goes, yeah, he does. He does the I'm the problem, it's me song. Oh, he knows that line. He doesn't know who the hell that is. Yeah, but he knows it. He's stuck on that song, um, Bad Your wife sends us Snapchats, okay? All right, whatever. I don't know that one. I don't know, Stacy. I can't think of the guy's name. Steve Lacey. No, no, no. It's got it going on. I don't know that one, Ben. Was there a bigger one-hit wonder than Fountains of Wayne with Stacy's mom? Yeah, probably. Who? uh, Alien Ant Farm? Smooth no, criminal? No, 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 because they had a bunch of shit before that. that. Uh, Tub Thumper by Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba, that was a big oh, one. I get song. knocked down. Oh, yeah, I, get I remember the song yeah. very well, yeah. What about them Macarena motherfuckers? Ah, yeah. I don't know who the hell they are. Macarena was a big one. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Shit. Mambo number five. Sonic with closing time. Nah. Yeah, yeah Semi-Sonic, you're, you're probably right. Anything else after that? 100% right. Because it was on they, one of those shows. They probably played a bunch of bands. <laughs> so I have to be. I'm trying to think of like, what else was a like. What was a what was the best one hit wonder though? Like all time. Because like we had this discussion. Papa we never Roach. gonna give you up. Nah, never Papa gonna Roach. let you. No, down. that wasn't a one hit wonder. That Rick was Astley, just that no. Was that became a meme later. Yeah, maybe it was one hit. I don't know. He only had one hit, one Shit, song. Shit, best one hit wonder. I don't know the Barbie song. I'm a Barbie girl. No, I mean, I mean, actual not, good yeah, song. That's come on. Oh, all right. I thought what we was would, an actual we good song like that was a like one hit wonder that you were just like Gangnam Style? Nope. No, nah, it was a terrible song. <laughs> a one hit wonder like absolute banger like yeah. Shit slaps. Yeah. Like what's a one hit wonder that you just listen to and you're like, oh, this song fucks. Fuck, man, that would take me a little while to think of. Because well, like, we, we're having this conversation the night of like best. We can get into that too. Best, best female best, rappers? No, no, best rap song of, of all time. And I was oh like, yeah, what, and is, I was what like, is the one single greatest hip hop song of all time? But then it goes right. on your 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 opinion and knowledge of rap, and it goes like on just what the your one song, are. like the like you have one song to pick from all of hip hop, like whatever generation, whether it's gang or, or genre, gangster rap. Yo, true hip hop. But your favorite right. is is different from all time. I mean, I would have a tough. I would have to narrow it down. Are we talking like I've all got, time like, statistically? Like what song sold the no, most no, albums? No, no, no. I mean, you could, record, you could use like, that. You could like Little Wayne would win. Or Eminem. Or Migos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Get it from the back. Like know. no, but like, what would you what would you classify as the greatest hip hop song of all time? Because you have to, you, you you can break it down. It you could use you could use record like sales, popularity. You could take you know lyrical skill, uh, you know as far as being like a, a, a lyrically inclined song, a beat. Like there's a bunch of factors that go into it. Like for me, it would have to be, it it would be tough. It would be between hypnotized, California love, still dry. No, I wouldn't put still Dre in there. What about forget about Dre? What up, gangster? Is that fifty? Yeah. Like, cause I mean, think about it. Like, like hypnotize. You hear that first, that first riff, like in that right, first right. hit. You know exactly. Your head's like bang. And like, honestly, like once you met, like once you mentioned hypnotize, it's like all right, that's going in one. Un- 
until I think about something because that's like definitively it better. Covered, it covers all the bases. And good luck, because I was thinking about it the other night for like quite some time, and I'm like, damn, Hypnotize is like one of the most iconic, like greatest. It was super popular. The fucking... beat was dope. The lyrics were dope. It was done by Biggie, who was the great, right. one argue, of, argue, the greatest argue, of all yeah, time. Argue him. Like, it has right. staying power. Like it was number one on the charts. Like find me a better hip hop song than Hypnotize. Like you might have songs that you like better. Like Hypnotize isn't even my favorite Biggie song. I don't even know if it's in my top five. Let, but yeah, it's a rough one, man. Biggie just has so much. Shit. It has so much good shit, but. As far as like covering all the bases, it's the quintessential five-tool player in baseball. Right. I, I just I just Google to see what Google would say. Most popular rap song of all time. Number one, you'll never guess what number one is. Nelly. No, I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. No, wait. Number one most popular. You all have heard this song, but I never would have put this anywhere close to my top ten. Rapper's number Delight. One. No, not even close. Number one. More mainstream. Way more mainstream. Fuck off. Like high school mainstream. Like when we were in high school? Yes. You were definitely in high school. I just started high school. You were in uh, high school for at least two years. It's uh, got to be 50 then, right? Nope. Nope. No, uh, no it's going to be... This... Half of these people have retired. Wu-Tang? Nope. Mm. This is according to Google. Half of these people? Google? Was it... No, hold on. Was it... Uh... No, I want to... Dipset... Nope. Back that ass up. Nope. <laughs> I'll t- I'll give you the year if that helps. The year was two thousand. All right, that narrows Ca- it down. Is it cash money? Nope. I was blown away. According, Hard Knock a- Life. According, nope. According to Google, this is the most popular rap song yeah, of all so time. Jay Z. No, uh, is it a Jay Z? The most popular rap song of all time, and it's not Jay Z. And you know what? Crazy. This list after this is pretty pretty good. Uh, it's not fight the power, mind playing tricks on me, but the ghetto boy straight out of Compton in the club, lose yourself. Uh, today was a good day. Like I was, the list is pretty. Two thousand. I'm trying to think. Two thousand. This song number one is fucking nuts. I'm like, what? I'm gonna be so mad when you say it because I'm not gonna. It's I know, but a I'm... very radio friendly song. Oh, it's very. It's not fucking Will Smith, is it? No. All right. You're close, though. You're on the right track. Yeah. You're on the right track. He's like, getting yeah, yeah. I was I'm like, like, no, that's not a rap just, song. Just put your headset down and walk out. 2000. I mean, I, cause, I cause, personally love these guys, but I do not think this is the number one song of all time. Is it BC Boys? Nope. No. 2000? No. No, no. They, yeah. No, one of the guys died by then. No, BC was, Boys were more mid 90s. Oh. That beat? No. I don't know. Give, give, me, give it to me. I have no idea. Yeah. Outcast. Oh. Can, oh shit. Now, now can you guess the song? Miss Jackson. Bingo. Yep. Really? Number yeah. one all time is Miss Jackson. Voted not by, even by like people. not even on my favorite Outcast songs. At Aliens is better than. I mean, I there's mean, so hey, many. Yeah. Bombs of a Bad Dag is amazing. They that have song so many. Sucks. I hate hey, that. That was better than Miss Jackson. I like that was new Dad. school Outcast. Outcast is like. If you go to like the old school outcast shit that you hear like in the early nineties, like before they were the fucking um the players ball, fucking yeah. uh all that shit, like that is so much fucking better than any of those new and I'm sorry, like with Andre it, 
they got all like weird wow. and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Miss Jack, like that was one of like the last like best songs they had. Then they got kind of weird. And the fucking stupid picture, hey house or whatever the fuck that shit hey, sucked, hey, bro. Hey y'all was a that, that was a sucked. that was a radio that was a radio yep. banger. But I yep. still think it's better than Miss Jackson. No, I'll take Miss Jackson. I'll take Miss Jackson over, over hey y'all. I will. I'll take Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson, Miss Jackson bangs, but it's not like a shit. top ten song. I don't even like. I, honestly, Miss Jackson's not even. I think I don't even like that song. I'd I change I it. Fucking love that. Song. I like. I like when uh, never would have guessed it, but I love that. Song. I, I forget I. who it was, but whoever dissed Fifty to. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, it's Jada actually. Oh, Jada kiss. I think Jada did uh, dissed Fifty to Miss. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Probably that I was think, he used yeah. he used that beat in the hook and everything and he was like I'm sorry Miss Jackson yeah. I didn't mean to hurt uh, your feelings uh, according, or according to people <laughs> according to this poll a lot of these songs are, are, are what was great. number two number two was uh, Fight the Power by Public Enemy All right, one of the original they, no like, they're going with iconic at that point number three Mind Playing Tricks on Me by the Ghetto Boys from 1991 number four was Straight Outta Compton NWA number five yeah. was In the Club by Fifty Cent not wow. even Fifty. Top the top five. Not even, in but the club. but the thing is, in the, in the club is even, not even his best fucking it's not song. It's not even the best song on that album. I know. It's not what even. It's not the, even. I don't even. But this is mainstream shit. Come on, man. If you're gonna go this through, this is the bubblegum chewing, twirly and, and head, you can tell, fucking teeny bopping generation bullshit that they vote listen, on. Listen, Fun One Hundred Seven and shit, and ninety four five and all that shit. Like, there's no fucking way that the top five, the number five. Greatest song. If I'm just going to go just based on just based on Get Rich, Get Rich or Die Trying, What Up Gangsta, better than in the club. Patiently Waiting, better than in the club. Many Men, better. Not Like Me. Heat, better than. Bloodhound, better than. Back Down, better than. Like My Style, Poor Little Rich, Don't Push Me. Like, Gangsta. Don't Push Me. You're not like me. Like all these songs, they're like in the, in the club might be. I'm probably gonna listen to "Don't Push Me" on the way home. Like my in the club isn't yeah. even isn't even a top ten best song on that album. I know. That's all right, insane. listen. You can tell this list is current because this shot this song great song shot up the list, but not on. That I got album. five on it as number twenty. And what? I, I, but we'll go six through ten. Go okay, six through on, ten. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Number six, Lose Yourself by Eminem, 2002. Nah. Uh, Today Was a Good Day, Ice Cube, 1992. Yeah, good, good Juicy, song. number uh, number yeah. seven. Uh, Shook Ones, part two by Yeah, Mob great. Depp. One of the, honestly, one that's, of the. That's, all right. That's, that's. They got one. There's, there's. Took there, nine there, songs, but they got there, one. <laughs> there's one that's up there with Hypnotize. Rapper's Delight, Sugar Hill Gang, 1980. No. Nah. That was number 10. No. The hit. And the choice is yours by Black Sheep as number 11. Who? The choice is yours by Black Sheep as number 11. No. Where does where does where does hypnotize it. fall on this list? Hypnotize, all right. Uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, This list is already wrong. 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. This list is so wrong. 31. 31. You're putting hypnotize as the 31st best rap song of all time. You know, you know what was right before it? What? Stand by Eminem. Stan? Stan. Oh, oh my That's God. a who put this list together? This is people just Voting through Google, like like the, like the top things. Like if you ask Google, like give me like what people vote as like the most popular of whatever. Really, it'll put you like like a like a consensus. Yeah, that's crazy to me. That is like this is all that insane. new AI shit that Google incorporated, which I love. It gives you which a lot I of- guess is like you know you go on like Spotify and like you look at like the top listened to songs or whatever. It's like, like Drake. You yeah, know, you know you like you which always I have- love Drake, but 
not in terms of like Drake old ain't school even in my 90s. fucking what top twenty. What do you think is the best Wu Tang Clan song voted by by people? Cream. Triumph. It's Cream. Oh. I'll say it's either Cream or Triumph. Uh, the, those are the only two. Best Nas song. If I ruled the world. One mic. New York State of America. I fucking was going to say <laughs> you that. You spilled your drink. <laughs> Did I? Yeah, you shook it so hard. I was going to fucking say New York State of Mind. Uh, what about Big Daddy Kane? Top song. Pass. Have no fucking Wouldn't idea. even have a clue. Ain't no half-stepping. I don't know. Yeah, what, about, what about Lil Wayne? Top song. Stunting like my daddy. <laughs> no, that's a, a millie. A millie. It's a millie. Yeah, yeah of course it is. Sure. It's definitely yeah, a millie. Yeah, but right. I was not gonna give that song its credit. No, fuck that. A millie, a millie, a millie. That song was horrible. Young money. That was when Little Wayne started to suck for me. When yeah. when that like up I'm, not, to, I'm not gonna lie. The Cotter Three. I love that whole album. Uh, the Cotter Three. Was the Cotter cool, Three. That was the that last. Was the Cotter Three. I know, yeah, but that, that was, was the last. Good. That was album. the last gasp for it. Right. Because that and that, that Millie was like the worst song on it, without a doubt. The the drought the drought three when he did the mixtape when Little Wayne did the mixtape shit and he yeah. did everything over everybody else's beats. Okay. I'll ask you the last two top song voted on for uh, for Tupac Shakur. Just um. Do they count? It, it is California Love count? It, it's got to be California Love, right? It's gotta be um, or changes. No, uh, mama. Whatever about his mom. Dear yeah. mama. Dear mama. Uh, sucks. Song then, sucks. And then last Suck, fucking song blows. I'm sorry. That is the most overrated fucking Tupac hey, song of all time. Hey, get the is, fuck out of here with is, the dear mama shit. This is, this is this your is like, country. Oh, man, the shit hit me right here. Man, shut the fuck up, you fucking weak ass bitch. This is this is this here. is your United States of America listening audience. All right, number one Jay Z song. We'll end it on that. Hard knock life. Nope. Um, oh no, big pimpin. <laughs> You fucking said two answers. Sorry, I I, I changed it. No, well, I didn't give an answer yet. Fuck. If it's not one of those two, I'll be surprised. No, wait, what did you say? Hot knock life. I said big, big pimpin. pimpin. I'm uh, going with big pimpin. I changed my answer before he said anything. Um. Oh my! I I, I don't know now. I don't know. Go and brush your shoulders off. No, it's big pimpin. Yeah, I figured that would have been it. Yeah, I was trying to fool you with that's the why I didn't want to like. Off. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to answer. I'm like, yeah, it's probably big pimp. But that's the thing. Like <laughs> but these these hip hop lists are so fraudulently. Cardi B made it the wasn't Jigga what because that one was like. Big Cardi B belongs nowhere in the top fifty thousand. I don't, even, I don't, I like don't know B a single Cardi B. Song. I don't know the song that says Bodak Yellow was number forty eight. Nope. No, and this brings us to our discussion from Saturday night. Why is she even on the Why list? Why is Cardi B even in? Like, there are so many better female rappers than Cardi B that, like, she yeah. shouldn't even be mentioned. Where does Missy Elliott fall on? Yeah, not even on the list. If Cardi B, <laughs> <laughs> Missy Elliott's not even on the list as far as female. I went rap. The whole thing. How That's the fuck the is Missy retarded. not on that She's list? She's probably the best one Listen, ever. The first time Kanye is on this list is number fifty. Well, if Cardi B's in forties, then this whole what was list it, gay is, fish? No, Jesus walks. That this whole list is fucked. If this Cardi whole list B's is beyond fucked. Yeah. Because how is Cardi B? How are you going to put Cardi B above Missy, above Little Kim? This was fucked. Above uh, 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 Queen Latifah, Queen Latifah, Rod Digger, MC Light, Rick Ross, blowing money fast. No, I, that's not a great it. song, but not top. That's not, that's not one of his best songs. Fuck that. Uh, but Rick Ross doesn't belong in the top fifty nah, of any. Money fast was pretty dope song, but not top. Not, not top fifty. That's all his time. best song. He's got a couple. Uh, 
good uh, mixtape ones. I can't remember. <laughs> top fifty all top fifty all time though. Like you're talking about the top fifty greatest. Rap You're songs not of even all getting time? out of the fucking mid nineties. No. All right, I gotta, You're I gotta not ask. even getting into like the little Wayne. Between and, you can you could basically you could basically r- r- narrow that down to Dre, Snoop, Biggie, Pac, M, Fifty, Jadakiss, Jada. What the fuck? The locks. I mean, right the there. The lock. Uh, yeah. Styles Jadakiss, P. and the Gentleman. Boom. There's twenty four songs that are better than anything Cardi B has ever put out. No shit. I, I just happened to do same by thing. like a billion miles, and it's not even close. Yeah. So I re- we really derailed this. I apologize to people listening. Um, I oh. just I just did rock songs of all times to see where it would go. I don't agree with number two. Scorpion. Right no Scorpion. rock songs. Scorpion. But like, yeah, but hold on, just define rock. Like what? They're give taking me, everything from. Give rock. me, give me a, give me a, like a scroll down to I'll the give bottom. You, I'll give, and you, give me a couple of bands. All right, I'll go, I'll go eleven through fifteen. Hold on. Yeah, give me a couple of bands because then I can, because I, I don't know what people consider rock versus. All right, like, poison. Here's a, I'll give you just the bands eleven through fifteen. Steppenwolf, ACDC, Rolling Stones, ACDC again, Leonard Skinner. Okay, so number two, number number one is probably gonna be the Stones. All right. Uh, wait, was Shook Me All Night Long, ACDC? Uh, yes, it was, but nope. Rock and roll? Yep. It's Elvis. No. Oh, no, right, no. Elvis wasn't rock and roll, right? Technically, yes, well, yeah, he was. Of course he was. You Shook Me All Night Long was 17. So what so the fuck num- is two, then? Number, num- number one is... What's um, number one? And I'll see if I can get like some. It's like the cars. Two. Queen. Queen. I mean, I can't really disagree. Queen is Queen. Queen's excellent. I love Queen. Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody is like the most like iconic rock song of all time. So yeah, I'm like, okay, all right, all right. I can see that. I'm like, all so right. number two is below Bohemian Rhapsody, but f- it's not fucking number two. There's no way. I don't know who this. This must be gathered by a bunch of. All right, so if I'm not gonna guess it, I'm not gonna waste time trying. Hotel to guess California it. by the Eagles. Oh fuck. <laughs> That's not Welcome a fucking rock to the song. Hotel California. Uh, number three, Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses. Okay. Um, I love rock and roll. Joan Jett. Nah. No. Whole lot of love. Led Zeppelin. Okay. Wait, are we talking about like just most popular, like most well known, or is this nope. going by like this the is, best? This is people like listening to rock songs, like just oh. voting the best ones. Um, five Zeppelin. Six Smells Like Teen Spirit. Okay. Smoke on the Water. Deep Purple. All right. Cashmere. Led Zeppelin. Okay. Stay with Heaven. Led Zeppelin. Okay. Born to Run. Bruce Springsteen. I'll allow it. Bruce Springsteen is not. That's the wackest song. I, ever. Honestly, like, I, and I, and I, I, listen, and I, that song I, is I apologize. Years old. I apologize. Bruce Springsteen sucks. No, I apologize on. to my two favorite aunts. Uh, Bruce Springsteen is terrible. Bruce Springsteen sucks. I can't suck. stand Bruce Born to Run. I like Born to Run. That, I don't like any Bruce Springsteen song. I've never listened to Bruce Springsteen and been like, love it. Well, that, yeah. that's our parents. Like, that's I would rather parents, put like, a my, dildo my, on the my end two, of a my dad's, Two of my dad's sisters, my two aunts. <laughs> Freebird, number 19. Are huge Black. Bruce Springsteen fans, and I just don't get it. Freebird sucks, too. Freebird blows. Is there any Pink Floyd on there? Yeah, on? that's Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah I, I all right, now it. we're talking. All right. Another brick in the wall. Um, on the coin. Baba O'Reilly from The Who. Mm. Highway to Hell. Like, like a, lot, a lot of the songs you know. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are all like Wicked Vanilla, though. Like that's like your vanilla mainstream bullshit. Vanilla like, midget. Bullshit. I mean, Deep Purple, "Smoke on the Water" at seven. Like that's actually surprising because Deep Purple. That was that song to me kind of paved the way for like Black Sabbath and and Motorhead to like kind of start the metal genre because I mean, Deep "Smoke on the Water," those that what two or three chords or whatever that was that changed like music forever. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like dope. all of a sudden after that, like shit started getting heavy. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. all of a sudden, that was the like you could really kind of narrow it 15 down. Fifteen years later, Pantera was born. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> Deep Purple. I don't that even know. maybe I... that initial intro. That everybody knows it. And all of a sudden, it was heavy as fuck, and you're like, whoa. This is rad, and then and then you add Sabbath, Motorhead, Diamond Head to an extent, like you know, like those guys, and then they kind of paved the way for Metallica, and then Metallica just took it to, and then metal was born, like that was the beginning. I still find it so crazy that um, Metallica kicked out what's his name, and he made uh, Dave Mustaine. Yeah, and he made Megadeth. Megadeth, Yeah, yeah, Megadeth sucks. I know, but it's still they're like in every other album is good band. But it's so crazy that he was on Metallica. He was Kirk Hammett. Yes. And, and they're like, nah. Yeah, we're going to go a different direction. You have way too many opinions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, and I, listen, Damus ain't great musician, but God. Lyrics sucked. It, his lyrics were fucking. You ever listen to Megadeth? Yeah, it's terrible. Well, I think that's why, because they were just like, you're not what we're going he, for. He, like, he, he, he can't decide if he wants to be Metallica or like Man of War. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like mega death. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's just like like you're like all right, bro. Like you are you are you like not gonna lie, I don't really listen. Are you to singing about death. like wizards and gypsies? I, I I'm not a mega death guy. They got like three I, cool I songs. Don't really listen to any of that. Listen, I I'm I'm not gonna lie. I just started getting like like heavy into Slayer in the last probably like ten years. And it's been great because I was a huge Metallica fan my whole life growing up. So, like, I always listened to Metallica. I knew every single song, all the deep tracks, the garage days, like, everything Paul knows. He gets so sick of fucking Metallica when we shared a room together because it's all I would fucking listen to that no other band existed. It was just Metallica, and that was it. Seriously. No, literally. Yeah, it was. I'm not even exaggerating. And everything was fucking Metallica. And I was like, well, he'd put something on. He'd be like... Yo, can we listen to like Limp Biscuit or Corn? I'd be like, oh, that's weird. That's not how you say Metallica. <laughs> and he'd be like, and I'd be like, no. And he was like, you get half of Freak on a Leash. You get and then Master I snap the CD in half. Yeah, and, and then like, I snap the CD in half yeah. and we listen to Master of Fucking Puppets. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, All for right. the 13th time today. Remember but, that time I put on Nelly and you kicked the shit out of the stereo? <laughs> Nelly was trash, by the way. But you know, yeah, I know. He has, <laughs> if you want to go take a ride with me, just destroyed the room. Bro, yeah, I don't know. You, the, the battles, the battles when when him and I shared a room when we were kids. That's over Nelly, bro. No, this would, was like I didn't do anything. I was just like, it's his own stereo. I'm like, why are you doing that? Because I was like, we're not listening to this, and I just <laughs> kicked in the, the stereo. Shit <laughs> out of it. It's your own stereo, you yeah. psychopath. I was not, not listening, listening to, to Nelly. Nelly, and I was like, all right, I've never heard. What him. song was it? It had to have been country grammar. That was right around something like that. Something yeah, like back then, yeah. Something way back then. I'm going and down, I was just down, like, baby, "Yo, this song's dope." I'm like, "Hip hop's kind of cool." A lot of these, like, you know, and I was like, "You know how I feel about hip hop?" And then I put my foot through the fucking front of the stereo. It was a nice ass like Sony, like one it of the was old school silver ones one. Now, that the you silver had one, right? In your room, it was so fucking. Yeah, but then we got with, then like, we the six disc changer, and you spread the speakers I had the three, out, like, the yeah, yeah. But remember that? But then we we got that black one from Nate. Yeah, that was my that one fucking one. ripped, dude. Mad cool stick is on Me kicking shit. the fucking shit out of that silver one was actually the best thing ever happened because that black one was the, way more I got powerful. The one from Nate, the Pioneer, I think. It was only a single CD one, and but dude, the it had so much more power to but it. it was you like, are insane, by the way. I know. Over Nelly, I kicked. Yeah, kicked his, his, he booted his fucking shit. I forget who was there, but I was like, all right, guess we listen. <laughs> <laughs> guess we're not listening to Nelly. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was a little. I was a little. Sucker. I don't think Joey got on the hip hop curve until I came up from Florida. Really. Huh? No, 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 I was on it. DMX. Uh, DMX was nice. No, like, see, no, I, I liked certain hip hop guys. Like, I liked DMX. I liked Biggie. Wu Tang. I was not a big Wu Tang fan. Not in the nineties. No. Because the only song I'd ever uh, really heard was really was was fan. was Triumph and Cream because that was what was like mainstream, yeah. and I wasn't into hip hop, so I didn't oh, like well, look yeah. into it, and I just I didn't care for it at the time. Like gotcha. it wasn't my flavor. Gotcha. But then I remember going. I remember it was senior year. We were going to Birch Hill. We had just gotten the new computer. My se- uh, senior year of high school, my senior year, and we had just got the new computer with our first CD burner on it. And we had all the MP3s, and I told Paul, I'm like, make me a hip-hop CD, because I was going to Birch Hill, the best New England tournament for the NEPL, and I'm like, make me a hip-hop CD with all your favorite, like, shit on it. And and Paul made me, like, 17 tracks, Track and I took one, it, Nelly. and Ben, I remember we, me and Ben were driving <laughs> up together, and Ben was just like, yeah, you know I'm not listening to rap the whole way, right? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm like, we just got it just to have, like, as a mix. And you put some fucking bangers on there that I still, to this day, like, love and adore, and and then you know because because we had just gotten into uh, uh, that what was the double disc Biggie CD that came out? What the collection? Uh, was it was it Ready to Die or yeah, whatever? Ready to die, yeah. And it was the double disc, but it had all the greatest hits on it. And I remember like we were listening to like, edition. Warning yeah. and Give Me the Loot yeah. and everything. I remember on the way to school, you, yeah. you know, like you, me, and Keith, like on the way to school in the in the mornings, we're like dunks, banging out, right. yeah, going to dunks, <laughs> listening to fucking Give Me the Loot. I like, love that shit. Fucking dude, I dude miss high school, man. shit was fucking awesome. And then I'm like, all right, maybe this hip hop ain't so bad. You know, Nelly still sucks, but <laughs> I was right about that. But maybe today I over, is, maybe I over about Nelly. I overreacted maybe a little bit, um, <laughs> <laughs> but. I was definitely right about Nelly, uh, but that being said, but no, then Paul made me a hip hop CD, and then it was kind of on from there, because then Fifty came out. We all we did see oh Florida. God. Fifty was ridiculous. Get Rich or Die came out, and that was basically like my like reintroduction into hip hop. Like, I was like, oh, okay, there's okay. more to that, this. I remember Mad New. I remember going mad out. New. I remember going out and buying the Get Rich or Die Trying CD at Best Buy. Okay. And when I went to the front, the girl that was there, she goes, if you pay with a 20, you're going to get back this exact change. If you give me a five and two ones, you're getting back. She had done it so much all day with giving cash back. She knew exactly how much change to give back depending on what cash you gave her. Because she said, I had given, I'd sold this CD so many times today that I am astounded that we – and I've never forgot that. Because yeah. she was just like, if you give me a $20 bill, I'll give you this much change, a $10 bill, this much change. And I was like – like, I was just blown away. This girl remembered that, like the whole day, and she sold like hundreds of them by herself. Well, that oh, was shit. because then, because then, uh, once I got to college, so like when fi- fifty kind of got me back, like got me on the hip hop train, and he I was started like, started a lot of it, yeah. and I was like, all right, maybe there's more to this. And then this kid was fucking into hip hop like since day one, so that was his shit. And then I, but I remember like I remember I was late to work at Stop and Shop. Thanksgiving weekend, uh, Black Friday, I think it was the, the yeah, it was uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yep. I was late to work because I went to Best Buy to get Rhythm and Gangsta, Snoop Dogg, yeah. to buy that album because that was the right. drop it like it's hot. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, yeah. like, and I was, I literally was like 25, 30 minutes late to work that day and I didn't give a shit because I was like, nope, going to buy this album. Can't buy it tomorrow. It's Thanksgiving. Buying it today. Yep. And I remember buying that and I remember that was like, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I, I guess I like rap now. Yeah. And next thing you know, and then now the last, whatever, 15, almost 20 years now, I've been not as into it, but every day, like, we'll go on the golf course and this kid will start playing shit on the Bluetooth speaker and I'll be like, who the fuck is this? And he'll be like, 
bro, this is MC Search. And I'm like, who? He's like, the guy who put Nas on? And I'm like, uh, did not know I don't, that. I don't know shit about rap today. I don't listen to any of it, really. I don't keep Same. up on it. I know what I know from the era that I liked, really. And, like, you know, that was, like, you know, 90s up to early, early 2000s. And there's been some, like, decent shit, like, here and there. Some things I find funny, more or less now. You know what I mean? Like... Not like I don't I don't really take any like new songs like that seriously today. You know what I mean? I, I can't. Because I don't it believe sucks. in the people that are that are behind them. I just I don't believe in the hip hop and the rap that I'm hearing. That like I that I like actually envision this guy doing what he says he's doing, and especially with like the shitty ass fucking auto tune, the garbage. Like nobody actually has like. It, nobody has like a decent like hip hop voice like right like I say like I like Drake like I, Baby I do girl, I do like some other name? new newer people I guess but for the most part dude it's all old school shit man it, I don't I can't I can't name you one new artist that I actually like anything from unless it's one song that I like the chorus to like I can't fucking stand all these people like but I like that Gucci Mane song what the no fuck Gucci Gang is- Gucci Gang. I Is that the hook, the Gucci Gang? Yeah, Gucci, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci no Gang. No idea, dude. Yeah, I don't even know who the it's, it's fuck like Little Yachty is. or some shit. Hold on, I'll Lil tell you right Yachty. now what it is. Yeah. Then he do the... I took, why is there so the, many Why is there so many the walk Lils? to Poland, too? He took the walk Oh, it's, it's Little Pump. <laughs> Lil Pump? Oh, yeah, he sucks. There's so many Lils now. Consider him a... But this, no, but like his my thing was this like this kid's always like putting me on to like hip hop shit that I don't even know existed yet, which brings me back to my original point. Like I've rediscovered Slayer in the last like ten years. Don't block us. 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 But like I've recently discovered, like I've gotten into Slayer and I'm going through like Slayer's like whole anthology now, like of all their shit, and I'm like, whoa, I'm like this is rad. And then I found out like Slayer did a cover of Inagata Devita. And I'm like, whoa, this fucking fucks. Was it 13 like, minutes long? Than, no, it wasn't. It was only four. But it was <laughs> but it's way a better. Super fast version. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. So it's like, it's kind of funny because like you fu- you get into that like that role like as a kid, like when you're younger, and you're like, oh, like I like what I like, and that's only what I like, and what I like is the best, or at least my opinion. Whatever I liked was the best, and I only like the best, which, I mean, is true. I don't watch shitty movies. I don't listen to shitty music. I don't watch shitty TV shows. You know, I'm an asshole like that. I don't like shitty sports teams. I, I, I'm a dick. So I, I, I had that, ad, that attitude as a kid, and I never really, like, branched out beyond, like, my comfort zone. And now it's like all of a sudden I'm like learning I'm like holy shit like all this stuff is fucking dope as fuck, and then you know I'll be step downstairs and I'll be like walking outside to like go you know go put some fucking burgers on or whatever and I'll be like back to the grill again, the grill again, <laughs> back to the grill again. Paul's just like you fucking idiot. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah. but like I just heard that song for the first time in my life like a year and a half ago, not yeah, even like, like you know what I'm saying. So it's like there's so like much so much shit out there that I've never seen, um, but like. Even with you, like you're you've come around, like because I was a big E40 fan. Like once I started getting into hip hop, yeah. like the hyphy movement of 06 was like one of my favorite things I in didn't the world. Like that era, I guess of like hyphy, like like E40 and shit. I when I listened to like a lot of his earlier earlier shit, it was fucking dope. You know what I mean? It is, like, and, it, and the thing with and the Bay Area has got some dope dudes. If y'all, you know what I mean, like Pilo and shit like that. Like Pilo, if you never heard Pilo, he's a fucking man. I mean, I'm a fucking uh, I'm a huge fan of fucking uh, of uh, what's his face, fucking uh, too short. Like oh, too short's a fucking man. Too, he's, bro, he's OG yeah. as fuck, bro. Like yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah and 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 balling. I, I love all that shit. 
shit. So, which brings me to our last thing, real quick. We'll and we'll we'll talk about the Niners and the Cowboys because. Oh yeah, we whoops. we wasted a whole bunch of time talking about hip hop and like, music. Like and thirty five minutes. That's fine. A lot of nonsense, but uh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm gonna say this from a cowboy standpoint. If you want to fire Mike McCarthy, and you want Dak Prescott gone, you are wrong. You are dead fucking wrong. You went on the road against the number one defense in the league, in my or the number one defense remaining in the playoffs, and you lost a close, tight game where your defense showed up and played really right. well. Didn't they hold the just three field goals in the in, like, was in it the nine, first half? And then it was nine to nine or something like that, right? It was a very close. It was a yeah, super, dude, they, super close. If you're game. a Dallas fan, you want to get rid of your kicker. I understand that. Yeah, fuck yeah. Sure, fuck. you want it, but when you go in and you you hold San Francisco to 19 points, right? And they scored. San Fran scored 10 in the in the, in the fourth quarter. The, the the Cowboys kicked two field goals in the second in the in the third and the fourth respectively. You want to go in there? Look, if you want, Mike McCarthy is the first coach since what? Jimmy Johnson to bring him to back to back uh, to the playoffs, back to back years. Parcells. I don't even think Parcells did it. Did he? He didn't. Uh, did, didn't, didn't. Uh, no, he did. Oh five, oh six. Yeah, because right. didn't he it lose with Pars- Romo? Pars- didn't Romo he, fuck up the kick? He lost. He, no, because they missed it in 05. Because of the Romo kick? No, Romo no, 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 no. They missed oh, it. Against the Eagles, right? Wasn't that against the Eagles? I don't think it was the Eagles. Or was it? Yeah, it was I Eagles. Can't no, Seahawks. 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 Oh, yes. it was Seahawks. It was those shitty dark teal uniforms. Yeah, I thought it was the Eagles. Oh, really? But it, was, like it was the other ones. Like oh, the, those were so ugly. Yeah, gross. That's what I thought, yeah. It's like vomit teal. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. What are you looking up right now? I mean, 05. Uh, yes, it was. It was. It was Parcells and Phillips. No, you're right. So no. Nobody has brought the Cowboys to the to the playoffs back to back years. No coach has brought them to back in back to back years. Since Jimmy J? Since uh I'm sorry, Chan Gailey. What the fuck Chan Gailey did? Ninety eight, ninety nine. Oh, okay. Never mind. That yep. makes sense. Chan Gailey. Because Parcells got him there in, in uh L three. They lost the wild card to Carolina. Uh then he got him back in 06. Where they lost, that was the Romo game, and then Wade Phillips got them there in 07. Wade Phillips, that was the year Romo had the second best season to Brady. Remember, T.O. went off and everybody and Wade Phillips, that's because they lost to the division Romo round Phillips. to the eventual Super Bowl champion Giants. I mean, the only thing you could have a complaint with is that last play of the game, which made no sense. That play made no absolutely no fucking sense. But having Zeke as the center, but can we? Can we pump the brakes on firing McCarthy and trading Dak if you're a Cowboys fan? Because the overreaction to these things is so just ridiculously over the top. That's typical Dallas fans. McCarthy's got you in the playoffs two years in a row, something you haven't done. And and, and he did it with in back-to-back 12-win seasons. It's not like they were like 9-7 and seven and snuck in or 9-8 and eight and snuck in. They were 12-5 and five both years and got in the playoffs and were in control for the most part. I mean, granted, yeah, Philly had a great year this year. What do you want to do? Like, tough shit. Like, oh, well. They went on the road, and they lost to a San Francisco team that has the best defense, arguably the best defense in the playoffs left. And they were only able to score 12 points. Understandably, uh, a bit frustrating. However. Yeah, sure. However, 
that's the kind of games that you're going to run into in the, in January. You don't just go in and walk into somebody else's house and lose 31-34. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't happen that way. It's it, those are very rare. Like they're they're one-offs. So pump the brakes with getting rid of McCarthy. Pump the brakes with getting rid of Dak. Mm-hmm. Dak is what he is. He's a second-tier quarterback in the NFL. Is Dak good enough to win a Super Bowl? Mm, yes, maybe. I believe he is. Yeah. If Joe Flacco can win a Super Bowl, Dak Prescott Anybody can win can. a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer can win a Super I'm Bowl. I'm just saying, do things need to be right for Dak to win a Super Bowl? Absolutely. But is Dak going to be the reason you lose or, or don't progress? No, probably not. No. No, there's probably going to be a myriad of other reasons why you didn't get to the Super Bowl and win it before you get to Dak Prescott. True. So, Cowboys fans, and, and, and especially the Cowboys haters, it's not even so much the Cowboys fans, it's the haters. The Cowboys haters that are sitting here and they're like, ah, oh, Dak sucks, he'll never win it. And then, you know what? You might be right. Dak might never win a Super Bowl. And, in, in fact, if I was a betting man, I would bet that Dak never wins a Super Bowl. I would bet that, too. Because that's a very good bet. (laughs) It's very hard to win a Super Bowl. People don't realize how many things need to go right, which is why when you look back on something like, especially in this area, what the Patriots were able to do, how many fucking things went right year in, year out, time after time after time after time for them to get to as many Super Bowls and, and win as many Super Bowls as they did. Yeah. Things need to bounce your way. Injuries need to to. To, to, to work in your favor. Right. You know, the weather, the calls, whatever it may be, there's a billion different fucking things that go into winning a football game. On the San Fran side of things, man, I, I just, I, I think they're the Cincinnati Bengals in the NFC. They got the coach with the swagger. It's trickled down throughout that entire roster. They've got a, a rookie quarterback, literally the last pick in the fucking draft. And you know I hate that word, literally. He is the actual Mr. Irrelevant. And he is starting in an NFC Championship game. Now, I'm picking the Bengals and the Niners to be in the Super Bowl. Me too. That's what I'm going with. That's my pick because I just I feel like the Niners defense is going to make enough plays on Sunday against Philly that they're going to end up winning that game. I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but that that core of linebackers that they have with, yep. with, with Greenlaw – uh, 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 Warner, Warner. Greenlaw, yeah, Warner, uh, Fred Warner, Greenlaw, and Al Shazier. Those guys, like those, those three. That reminds me, that's the best lineback linebacking trio. I have seen the most athletic linebacking trio I've seen since Ian Gold, Al Wilson, and DJ Williams in two thousand and five. That is that in Denver. That is the best. At most athletic trio and go back and look feel free to go back and look it up i i, I know what i'm talking about I, I know most people don't but that is that is without a doubt one of the best linebacking cores i've seen in a long long time in the nfl then you couple in hufanga the front seven with boza i just i love this niners team bang bang niner gang i think they're gonna go out and they're gonna beat the eagles because i think jalen hurts and in that offense, I as much as good as they are and as talented as they are, I feel like they're gonna just there's something missing there for me when I watch them. Mm-hmm. There's something that when I watch that the the they don't pass the eye test like the Niners do. 
I, I don't know what it is. I can't put my thumb on it. I'm not going to sit here and regale you with long-winded you know, stories of Baba Ganoush about, you know, whatever, about, you know, my theories and this, that, and blah, blah, blah. No, I, I'm just telling you, when I watch them, I don't trust them. Could be dead-ass wrong. They could go out and win this game. And honestly, if they if the Philadelphia Eagles win it, I won't be surprised. I'll be disappointed, well, they are, they are but I won't be surprised. Right. It, you're right. It's, I, yeah. Oh, my God. Have we ever seen a Philly team lose the NFC Championship game at home? No. Yeah. Mad times with McNabb. They lost at home, though. To Tampa Bay in 02. Comes right off the rip when Rondé uh, Barber had the pick six. Uh, 03, they lost to Carolina. But that was uh, in Carolina. No. It wasn't it was no, at home? No, that was at home. Okay. Because I was going to say, I wonder how the fans are going to react. Oh, one, I believe they lost at St. Louis to fans, the Rams. Fans are rabid. They 2000, they lost. Or each other. They lost at the Giants, if I'm not mistaken. I had to go back and look. I forget. It could be oh one. But yeah, no, they lost they lost at home to the they lost at home back to back years to the Panthers and Do the, the fans the riot if they lose? Yes. I mean it's Philly, of it's course they're Philly. They're gonna riot if they win. Right. Nothing says I love my team like climbing to the top of a street post, taking your pants off, and taking a shit on the street I'll from never, 18 feet. In I'll the never air. forget. Taking a shit on the crowd below and then or, flipping over. Or, fi- or, or finding a horse shit and eating it. <laughs> Right. Dude, I'll never forget. I was so pissed. The Patriots. Tom Brady, the Patriots. Fuck your wife. Well, that was before the Super yeah. Bowl. I was so pissed. The Patriots lost the Super Bowl. But then I was. I had so much fun watching the videos of people crazy. destroying the city. That guy yeah. should absolutely one hundred percent like DM Giselle and be like, <laughs> I, "I know you single now." Imagine that she puts out a fucking. But imagine him. And he's like, he like takes a selfie, like him, like banging Giselle. He's like, "I told you, Brady." Yeah. But, hey, but remember that video where I'm talking about? Like the video. There's, there's a video of a guy on an ATV in the middle of downtown yeah. Philadelphia dragging a statue. And he's driving by a fat guy, not wearing a shirt, <laughs> but wearing an Eagles mask on. And then well, you no, see... they had the horse mask, right? Oh, it was the horse mask. It was the horse. Yeah, oh, the dog. No, the dog. <laughs> the, dog, the, dog. The, the German Shepherd. The dog yeah. mask. And then, and then as they're painting away, the ATV is going up steps, like concrete steps, and you see people on top of like a uh, the, the like a hotel sign, just like trying to yank it down. I'm like, this city is wild. Yeah, the fuck. And then that. the 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 the, uh, the anchor man. Earlier today, we had. Tons of people buy lube and lube up all these light posts. And the guy is over here rubbing his body with the lube, climbing it with no with no problem. <laughs> I'll never forget. The, the guy said yeah. they spent tons of money they on did. lube they, they, to lube they up all the posts. And it did nothing. all the light posts yeah. so that people wouldn't climb them. And they still did. It did nothing. Did. It did nothing. People it were, dried by the time. Philly is, <laughs> Philly's wild. It actually made it easier. <laughs> but I'm, the root- mayor is so I'm, I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for the Niners. That's so funny. I'm rooting for the Bengals. Well, my pick was originally going to be San Francisco and the Chiefs until that Patrick Mahomes injury. Now I'm like, I don't know. Like, the Bengals need to. Pull I think Mahomes is going to be a sitting duck against Cincy. They showed they showed a picture of his Joe ankle Burrow. Today. You saw the oh, clip. Really? They showed a picture of of Patrick Mahomes on the field. He's on the practice field, not wearing shoes, and he was wearing like a thing over it. But the bottom of his foot it was like flesh was pouring out of it, like he was a 400 pound man. Like his leg is so swollen. He's he's banged up. I mean, he's going to get. He's going to play. I he's going to get. He's going to get all the quarters on in the world. He's going to drug himself up, and he's going to go out there, and he's going to do what any real football player would do. Hell yeah, absolutely. And he's going to fucking play through it. Because I'll tell you right now, I mean, I played through a uh, conference championship game, if you will, in my flag football league with a broken wrist, and I didn't care. It would have been so bad to the point that if I had played the Super Bowl, it would have. I, I, I might not have been able to play. I wouldn't have been able to play. But I was. there was no way in hell I was coming out of that game, and that was me 
in a flag. Yeah, that's rough. That was me in a flag football game. Okay. So imagine what a guy like Pat Mahomes is going to do for an AFC conference game. Like that, there's no way in hell he's not playing. He will be limited, and I believe it will hamper him, and I believe the Bengals will win. Be, you know, not because of that. I think they would have won anyway. But uh, even if Mahomes, honestly, even if Mahomes wasn't injured, I was still picking the Bengals. So Bengals, Niners, and then it brings us to the whole, and we'll talk more about this next week because we're going to get out of here because we're way over. But uh, we'll, we'll, get, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Niners, Bengals, Super Bowl, if that is the case. That's what I'm hoping for. And you've got it, it. I'm gonna have to unfortunately not root against the Bengals and Joey Burr, but I'm gonna be rooting for the Niners because I would like the Niners because win. I want the opportunity to see Mr. Irrelevant start under center Just do that. And, and win the Super Bowl. Just right. football. And then the 49ers will be like, well, we have to get rid of Trey. We have to get rid of Jimmy. We have yeah. to forget getting Tom. <laughs> Unloading like, season. We can keep Debo. We can keep everybody. We can if, keep all these if guys. If they found a gem in Brock, good for them. But you paid a fortune for Trey. Right. And he's not going to probably play more than three games for you. Or imagine if they imagine if they do the unthinkable and they trade Brock. And they fleece somebody. Because Kyle Shanahan's like, yeah, I made him. He's not that good. I we did this. And they trade Brock, and they get, like, two firsts and a third for him. And then they start Trey Lance anyway, and they're like, they don't miss a beat. Trey Lance comes in. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Great. Cool. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Good. We're good. And Brock Purdy goes to, like, I don't know, like, Houston. And he's just ass. <laughs> and they, like, throw him, like, 20 interceptions a year. And you're like, like, yeah, but I still want a Super Bowl, bitch. Got that ring, though. It's like, it's like Brock Osweiler all over again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, all right, let's leave it there, boys. Uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, until next Tuesday night, 830 right here on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. Yeah. I am Joey Fats for Row One Seat One, Joey Fats Radio, Mr. Betancourt, and 2002 Super Bowl fantasy Super Bowl champion, Plizzy. Yeah, yeah. We will catch you all next week. Enjoy championship weekend. Royal Rumble on Saturday, too. Roy- oh, the Royal Rumble is on Saturday? I wasn't going to bang Saturday, but maybe now I might have to. <laughs> I don't need much of an excuse, let me nah, tell you. fuck that. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, no, we're, I, I won't be doing that. It's I, I can't. I can't. But uh, we'll talk to you all next Tuesday night, 830, right here on the one and only The New Bedford Guide. Please like and share. The show will be up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts after this. Uh, So be sure to give us a like and a follow and subscribe to us on that as well. Until next week, I am Joey Fats. Rolling seat one, Plizzy and Betancourt. We out. Peace. Peace. John Cena.